Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the wild cards. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at actnatural underscore D&D. Now, on to the show. Last time on the Wild Cards, the party was speaking with the blacksmith of Dunaman, Demonea. Despite her appearance being close to that of Vesper, she spoke with a very different accent. The party bought and sold goods from her, and Jacques seemed to begin the successful wooing of the tiefling. After this, the party explored town. They found a number of different shops and spent time at the general store, the tailor, the temple, and an herbal remedy shop, to name a few. In between these stops, the party visited the mayor of Dudeman after finding his information on the jobs poll. The mayor informed the group of several items in need of attention at the town's aid. Recently, there was a dragon flyover, and he wanted to see if the beast had nested near the city, as well as a mysterious island had appeared out in the bay with a stone doorway. The party, not wanting to spend a few weeks looking for the worm, decided to take on the island and bargained for free stay at the tipsy urchin as well. While eating at the tavern, the party was also informed of a wild boar to the east of town that the tavern owner wished to be slain and served at an upcoming feast. As the day progressed, Jacques took Alexander and Vesper near the seafarer's wake to practice with her new sword and shield. The fight got a bit more intense than expected, though the group did end up with a good amount of knowledge gained. And that is where we pick up. So, you all are currently standing near the one side of the Seafarer's Wake, the uh, numerous amounts of graveyards nearby. You have just finished your battle, Vesper and Alexander are still kind of breathing heavy and a bit wounded. So, the wild cards, what would you all like to do? What time of day is it? It is late afternoon, early evening. Boy, this is a long day. Um, <laughs> I mean, we literally rescued or got shocked back this morning. Correct. <laughs> so probably some food and then steamy buns and then back to lodging to discuss what we're going to do the next couple of days or we'll discuss that over dinner or yeah we can do that uh, discuss it during dinner I guess do you guys want to go to the hot steamy buns right after this or just go or what, or what, what do we do? didn't they say that there was food at this place yes they have it's like a bath and buns place <laughs> No, it's just... Is it? I thought it's we a bath and a bakery. Yeah. It's not a bakery. Isn't it? Yeah, pretty sure I, it was. It I was think it's the title. No, I think it's I'm a, pretty sure it was just a bathhouse. Well, we can find out when we, once we go there. Yeah. I would hate to be the health inspector for that. Oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so... 
baths before dinner or after dinner? I offer some insight here. I'm bleeding. And I would like to clean up. So maybe the bath first. The baths. Well, I'm good. Like I'll take it as a win. Yeah, but you could just change your disguise with your hat and you'll always look good. The rest of us, however. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then to that, I'll take the hat off and I'll be like scarred everywhere. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Some healing? Oh, I could. Uh, well, we're going to be resting pretty soon anyways. I'll throw some healing on her. I was offering healing to Alexander. <laughs> oh. Do you uh, have spell slots left? You do. No, <laughs> no I, I, look, I, I think I'm fine. I've got I've got no issues here, and I'll just use healing word on myself. Oh. Alright. And I'll use that at level two, so. Okay then. Alright, Josh, then off to... Oh my god! <laughs> That's not a good amount. That's six. Oh well, we're good. Seven total. Seven. Woo. I mean, my HP's been set back to full upon this session start. I don't know if I was full then, but we're full now, so... It's all good. I think I was pretty close to full anyway. Yeah. Well, we used the spell anyway. Right. So you all leave the edge of the seafarer's wake as the sun begins to set. Buttering across the bay in the distance. Making your way into the central square. People are leaving their jobs, heading home, buying food or drink for dinner. And you eventually head down the road Toward hot, steamy buns. Uh, so you all, once again, see the <clears throat> uh, building that you saw when you were at Dawson's Eye. The numerous fogged glass windows with the stone exterior. Uh, and you enter, and as soon as you walk in, you see soft lighting uh, across this entranceway. You smell lavender as well as a few other incenses and perfumes. Uh, at the counter, you see two individuals. One is a half-elven woman that you can tell from her ears, and she is standing next to what looks to be a human woman. And you approach. The half-elf kind of uh, shushes the human woman. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. How may I assist you this evening? Um, a bath for all of us? We're all participating? That is quite doable. We do have a number of baths currently available. Are you looking for individual baths? I prefer individual. I'm the not same bad. for all of us? <laughs> Depends on the price. Uh, an individual bath would be two gold. However, that does include the entirety of your bath 
including your food and wine. Would right. it be together? That is what I'm asking. The two gold prices, if you would like your an individual tub for yourself. Uh, if you want, wished to go into the communal, one of the communal areas, those are only a single gold apiece. I'm fine with either. I'm going to take my private single room. I don't know. I don't do the community one. I don't care. Yeah, I'll do the communal one. Uh, do you charge extra for for cats, or what's what's the going rate there? <laughs> uh, she she actually looks down at your cat. Oh, um, usually don't allow animals in the um, establishment. Well, then where can I leave him? The human woman actually pipes up. I'll take him. And she holds out her hands. Okay. Alright. I'll, I'll hand him over. Okay. The As, as, as you kind of hesitate, the half-elf uh, half kind of like hits the human on the shoulder. Celia! What? I want the kitty! And then you actually hand, hand him over. Oh, aren't you a sweetie? And she just starts rubbing all over Charles's ears. Kind of look, kind of funny at Alexander, but then I was like, "Well, okay, I'll go for the communal as well." Do you have uh, what kind of food and wine is it? Uh, we have several different wines that you can choose, and uh, this is the half elf speaking again. And you can actually see her kind of taking glances over at Charles every couple seconds in between talking to you. We have several different uh, variations of wine, different colors, so you are able to take your choice. In terms of sandwiches, we do have uh, various, you know, different kinds of meat. Um, some of just your run-of-the-mill ham, pork, or turkey, chicken, uh, numerous different um, flavorings, if you will. We can be as accommodating as you wish. And as you get closer to this woman and kind of look her up and down, she is, from what you can, for all intents and purposes, she's a fairly attractive half-elf. Um, her hair is very neatly um, well well kept and styled. Um, her clothes fit her form extremely well. And she has um, a not, uh, what's the word I want to look here? Not flashy jewelry, but the... Uh, jewelry and just kind of trinkets that she's wearing, you can tell are very well kept and they fit her look very well. Do you also have a clothing cleaning service or is it just the us cleaning? We can do clothes as well if that is uh, something that you are Wanting, and she actually elbows the, the human woman at this time. Oh, yes, I'll do the clothes, but I'm playing with And she just kind of, her, her, almost her entire attention is on Charles. And and the longer this conversation goes on, it's almost like in an anime where, where, you, where you get the hash in the corner of their forehead where they're annoyed. You can almost see that forming on the half-elf's face. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely like to get these clothes 
cleaned. We've been on the road for a couple of days and uh, seen some wear and tear. Mine more recent. <laughs> well, uh, clothes cleaning will run you five silver. So whichever um, bath you'll be wanting, uh, I actually, and uh, she the half off raised her hand, my name is Daisy. I shall be taking the uh, people who requested individual baths to their location. Uh, see they here, we'll be showing you to the communal tops. Is Celia the half-elf? Uh, Celia is the human. Oh, Daisy is the... Yes. Okay. Um, Daisy, my name is Liberté. Uh, I don't have a last name, but do you have a last name? I do. Can I inquire what it is? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm learning new things, and uh, being someone who doesn't have a last name, I'm uh, curious about the world around me. My last name is Starborn. That's a very interesting last name. I suppose. Don't really use it too much, but... Is there, um... Is there anything that... Anything looking off about this place at all? I know you described that, that she looks very well kept and all. Are you are you trying to look at her or the the actual like the building? Building, the place, the room we're in. Make a perception check. Perception. Should have guessed. Should have just done it. There <laughs> <laughs> right. we go. Nineteen. That's a good start to the day. Uh, the looking around the it looks very clean. The walls are pristine you don't see any you know mold or mildew you actually see a number of flower vases which is now you can get an idea of where a lot of the sweet and soft scents are coming from uh, you also see just a number of general decorations to kind of get your get people into that relaxing mood sandwich selections or or we do that once we're in yeah, or the, the, after the, the, that will come once you like start your actual bath. Okay. So who, who all's doing private versus and who's all doing public? Public. I'm doing private. What? Uh, public. Public. Okay. So everybody, but Jacques. That's one gold. Jacques, that's I'm two. Five silver to, to get my robes clean too. Not the rest of my clothes, just the robe. Yeah, five silver is right for the clothes. Yeah, five silver for clothes. Okay. And um, Celia, who actually leads most of you, uh, especially the people getting their clothes cleaned. Um, oh, here you go. And she actually kind of walks you down a little bit of a hallway and into another side chamber. And it is a large, probably 15 by 15 room with kind of benches around the outside. And there is water just kind of sitting and softly bubbling in a in this kind of center area around the walls and at various points you do see towels are hung there are bottles with of what you would assume to be some sort of soap or hair cleaning product about it so how does this how does this work exactly like 
What do you mean? She looks genuinely confused. Like, I've never been in a bathhouse before. What do you do? Uh, you take your clothes off. Okay. Where do I put them? Uh, well, if you're getting them cleaned, you give them to me. Although your armor, I wouldn't recommend getting it washed. That, uh, it's probably something you need to keep clean yourself. But, uh, yeah, might break it. Um, if you're getting your clothes washed, give me your clothes. I'll take them to the back and then do what you want to do. Is there anybody else in the tub already? In this one, no. You get the sense that with four of you coming in together, they gave you the four of you your own spot. Ah, okay. Yeah, you you you, you passed you passed a couple of other communal baths on the way in, so then those did have a couple people in each one. Gotcha. Yeah, there's no door or anything. It's mostly just like you walk in, turn aside, turn to the side, and then there's this open space with water. Okay, so I check out the, I guess, the bottle of soap, and it's I soap. Guess, yep, get 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 undressed, hand her my clothes, and then get in the tub. All right. She she takes your clothes as everybody begins to undress. Yep. So I'll I'll just sort of start disrobing but as uh, everything uh, as i'm taking off clothes and passing them over to her nothing's actually coming off my form (laughs) so i'm just making these phantom pants and shirt appear and passing it off to her she she looks very interested in how you're doing this i've never seen anything like this before in my life and 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 she's like taking the clothes and like touching them to make sure they're real are you playing some kind of prank on me She's like shaking them out. No. Well, I I tend to hold shows for all of my many abilities um, from time to time. Maybe if you're around town, you might see some of my amazing abilities. Really? Whereabouts around town might I see these abilities? I just came to town. I've got no idea. But I'm sure word will spread very quickly, so... Just keep it keep an ear to the ground, and I'm sure it'll come around. Maybe around the tipsy urchin. That's where we're staying. Well, what name should I uh, be looking out for in that case? Ah, well, we can't go far without hearing the wonderful name of Alexander Valor. I shall most definitely be on the listen. Anything else before I take my leave? Uh, I'll I'll pass her two gold instead of one, and I'll say for looking after my cat. I uh. I appreciate it, although the cat is my own pleasure, so it's appreciated. Well, then just make sure my clothes are very nice. Yeah, she's actually not holding Charles at the moment. Uh, she left Charles on the counter out in the main lobby area. Excellent. He's he's stealing from the register. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so you all are able to begin your bath. The water is warm. It is soft. still have like my tank on i just have like a towel wrapped around everything else in the water i don't know like my my tank it's like skin tight basically and then i took my pants off obviously and my boots and my armor and everything but that's what i'm sitting in 
Vesper is almost completely naked. Almost. Anything else before I take my leave for you all? I need to go start on these clothes. You gave us a lot. Uh, wine? Uh, Daisy will be around in a minute. I'm sure she's probably already taking your friends. Thank you, Celia. And she gives a quick bow and then walks out. Uh, Jacques, at the same time as all that was happening, you are actually led to a very nice, very uh, small, but still nice uh, chamber. It is probably about seven and a half by seven and a half. And it is basically a one-man hot tub. Mm -hmm. So you can uh, disrobe and do all that you like. There is a door that actually closes. So it is it is a private, private chamber. Um, there is a more select version of the soaps and um, shampoos for you to choose from. Uh, I want to ask her, um, Daisy... Uh... Uh, what other uh, services do you provide? Uh, well, uh, just beyond um, the baths and the food and the wine and the clothes, that's about all we do here. Alright, let's see. Uh, she leads me to... Oh, am I like in the uh, room already, or the bath? Uh, well, she, but she, she takes your clothes... And then she, before she leaves, she asks, um, "What what kind of food and um, what kind of uh, wine you would like?" Well, Anthony's fine. Uh, it's totally close. All right. All right. I'll surprise you. Have a wonderful bath. We shall be back shortly. Thank you. And she leaves and shuts the door behind her. How deep is the bath? Uh, there are actual benches in in the tub water itself, so it very much like a hot tub. It comes up to between um, between your chest and your neck. Okay. Uh, I just want to say uh, I'm gonna start rinsing my body off first before I get in the, uh, the tub. Okay. It's probably a smart idea. Too late. Um. Mess my hair, clean my hair out, and things like that, my whole body, and then I'll get in the tub just to soak in. Now what? Uh, a few minutes uh, for the four of you. A few minutes later, Daisy does come by. Oh, I'm glad to see you're all getting acquainted. I am here uh, to take your selections, as it were. We have numerous types of wines: reds, whites, pinks, sandwiches, of course. What can I bring you? I'll have a, I guess the chicken with some white wine. Coming up. Um, just surprise me with the sandwich. Water for the drink. All right. Uh, I want the uh, most local things you have. All right. I think I can do that. And I'll just have whatever. Just uh, make sure it's the nicest stuff that you got in the house. <laughs> whatever, as long as it's the nicest stuff. Yeah, well. <laughs> I like the contradiction. I can see why mm. Leah likes you and your cat. 
All right, I'll be back. I guess this gives us a chance to chat about what we're going to do between now and when we go explore the island. Mm. Alexander, are you looking for work? Uh, I mean, look, I'm always happy to just play wherever we are and, you know, get a bit of money, spread my spread my name a little bit, but ultimately I can do that pretty much wherever and whenever. Want help with that? Uh, depends what help can be offered. Uh, anything? I... We have some free time. I don't really have a plan. Um... I get bored very easily, mm-hmm. and that doesn't end well for me. Yeah, you end up fighting people and losing in a sparring match. It's a shame, really. Okay, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you had a cat. That. Uh, uh, look, I, as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to Charles, we're a package deal. It's, it's fair game when it comes to a fight. Just don't hit him in the sparring match because he'll take a lot less fight, a lot less hits than I will. I'm not going to hit Charles. I love him. See, and that, that there, that makes me think that he's going to live forever and never die again ever. Which kind of reminds me, Alexander. This is now the second time that you didn't poof him away like you used to do when we first met you. Is that yeah. just you don't want to send him away from you? What is that? Hmm. Well, see, interesting situation. Uh, the method that I used to create him this time maybe wasn't the same one that I used originally. It's not as potent, I suppose, so maybe it just comes with different abilities. I don't have the ability to make him disappear anymore, but upon... Upon gaining uh, him this time, uh, it's actually given me an ability, uh, given me abilities similar to what a cat would have. So I have the ability to see at nighttime a lot easier. So now, you know, for someone like me, that's not something I've really been able to do. So that's pretty useful, and I'd say it's a fair trade. So you're part cat now. I think I was always part cat. It's just a question of when I was going to come into it. A cat man. Mm-hmm. I am the cat man. Speaking of which, what is he up to right now? I might just flick into his vision and see what's going on. Yep, you uh, flick into his vision and you actually see him sitting on a small counter in a very white and brightly lit room and he is kind of sitting on a counter with his head cocked and you see uh, Celia is actually going through and shaking off uh, it would be Jacques clothes at the moment and just kind of shaking them off and wiping them down with water and you see um, Vesper's clothes already kind of hung up so she is currently in the process of cleaning your clothes okay well doesn't seem like they're up to anything shady. They're actually cleaning our clothes. It's a good change of pace having people do what they're gonna do, what they say they're gonna do for us. This town is nice. 
and I'll just flip back to to normal vision. Okay. Um, did you want to stay in him for a lot longer, or are we just going to go in for like that couple seconds and come back out? I'll just back out. Okay. So, yeah, the so we have three days before we need to go to the island, uh, or actually, yeah, on the third day. Uh, so we have two days to kill. Uh, one of, or at least a half of it, we might want to chat and prep in terms of shopping and figuring out what's necessary for an underwater cavern adventure. Um, but I know I wanted to go to Titled Titles, the library, uh, do some research. One of the things I wanted to look up was to see if there were any references in either history books or legends or things on this island to see you know, if there's anything that we should know about it. Uh, but that I don't think is very exciting. And I think that would probably drive the, at least Vesper and you, Alexander, up a wall. Yes, definitely. I have done enough reading in my lifetime. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, look, when you when you spend a lot of your early days sort of studying and reading, and it's just not something that that clicks for you, it's one of the things that once you're in control of your own life, it's one of the things you never want to do again. So, I wish you luck, and good booking to you. But I'm not partaking in that one. <laughs> then I am on my own. So, um, there was the killing of the boar. Um, there's also a friendly town to explore. Um, not sure what the two of you want to do, or if you wanted to do some of the shopping. I I have no experience uh, in exploring caverns, so I have no idea what to buy. I could research it. Mm. I mean... It's like kind of basic adventuring stuff, like ropes and maybe a sledgehammer. I don't know. You never know when you might need one. Exactly. I could handle that. I don't really like shopping that much, but I can handle that. Okay. Well, the thing I was thinking about just now was it, it, the mayor mentioned that it was a sealed shut entrance. Okay. Which makes sense to keep the water out. Yeah. But, yeah, so either it's a, a door with some sort of hidden device to open it, or it's it's something that we're going to have to physically move. Um, the sledgehammer. Okay. Or, or, or acid, or crowbars. Well, there's an issue there. Uh, once we remove it, um, if the if it's stopping the water going in, and if we're not out of there relatively quickly, then we could be digging our own grave. Just saying. 
like, if the water comes back and fills up the place without the rock there, that could be an issue. So, in arranging our uh, passage, uh, I think the dockmaster would know how long the tides are low. Mm. Um, so we could probably ask so we could time our exploration and make sure that we get out before it's covered again. But you're right, if there's something that we don't get to and we want to go back to, if the door is ruined, then there's no way to keep the water out. I think if we could move it and move it back, it might buy us maybe a little bit of time either way. Even okay. if it does darken the area. And ju just as a jump-in note here, um, the mayor did say that they don't know exactly when the tide will go out. The tide is not a very cyclical thing. It fluctuates, so it could be out for three or four days and then in for a week and a half or in for one day and then go back out again. How many so, moons does this planet have? There is no moon. Just kidding. Uh, no, there there is one moon. Okay. That's no moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, and the mayor said that it was predicted that the tide will go out in four days, but that's not 100% sure. Or th three to four days. Three to four days. Liberté hasn't really participated in the conversation. I just want to note that for some of you, this is the first time you've ever seen his tail. That may not be important to you, but I'm just saying. I'm not racist. It's fine. It's just got tats all the way down. <laughs> okay, that's an issue. No. <laughs> Glow glowing glyphs. <laughs> Um. Yeah, you you had explained to me about the tail when we were at the tailor. Tailor. Um, yeah. Oh, sure, so but not no pun intended. I don't think anybody's actually taking a close look at it. I'm not saying you should, but that was the tail. No. What's your tail look like? Not polite to stare. Um, it's a normal tail except for the tip's been cut off. So not a normal tail then. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, Vesper, you get a little phantom pain in the tip of your tail as you as you look at it. Alright, so we'll need to go to the docks every morning then to check the tides. So that should be something that we do first thing in the morning before we split up. Uh, go to the dockmaster, check how it is, and then if it's not coming in, then or going out rather, then split up and do our thing. The mayor said that he was going to send people for you when it when when it's time. Yeah, because they also have to they also have to get a ship ready to take you out there. Okay. Apparently, I'm not writing down enough in my books. Um, that was a lot covered. <laughs> I forgot about the Bradenburg Keep thing, so don't worry.
Okay, what are we gonna do if we're in the thing and then the water comes out or in, whichever way it is? I forgot. Swim? Very quickly. And everyone swim? Yeah. Can he swim? Uh... I can swim, uh, and Charles, he can swim as well. I think you'll find that all cats can naturally swim, whether they like it or not. So I think I'm fine. I guess it depends upon the strength of the water pouring in. So yeah, we'll all keep our eyes open for Charles. Hmm. I feel like that's the number one priority if the water comes in. Like, if he has to climb over some of your corpses to get out, so be it. But... Like, that's just it. I'm sorry. I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> About this time, uh, the four of you do see Celia actually return, and she brings a number of glasses of water or wine or whatever was requested, along with all of your sandwiches. And there is an actual sandwich along with uh, what looks to be a little bit of butter and just some, uh, like, like a croissant, You would, it looks like. Nice. And Jacques, you, you are brought yours as well. Uh, Celia actually has... Um, Daisy is the one who brings yours, Jacques, and she actually knocks on your door before she comes in and brings you your food. Awesome, we have sound effects. Oh, can I ask her if she owns this establishment? Uh, I do own this establishment. How long now? Oh, we've been here probably a little over two years, me and Celia both. Both of you. Did you guys start this together? Uh, we did, we did. Uh, it's gone. It's gone uh, in and out of style. Um, some it goes in waves, pun intended. Whether uh, some of the seafaring folk like to come, some of them prefer the grime and briny smell, whereas others do appreciate a nice, relaxing, soothing uh, bath after they get off the waves. So we we do pretty decent business, especially um, especially during the harvest and, and in the spring as well. And afterwards? What'd you say, sorry? Oh, sorry. Uh, how, long, uh, how long do you plan to keep working here? Or keep doing this? Huh? I mean, this this is our home, so no, no real sense in leaving. We're doing pretty good business. Well, thank you problem and she walks out um celia did have charles on her head as she fed all of you guys so (laughs) charles was very much clinging to her head as she like leaned over the tub to give you your stuff she's still in the room with us uh i I could say that she's like finishing handing out stuff if you wanted to talk to her well yeah so celia we're new in town and 
we haven't seen much from a a food and entertainment perspective. We we did have breakfast at the Smooth Brew. Uh, oh, I love that place. It's been so great ever since it since it opened. Um, and then our we're uh, staying at the Tipsy Urchin, but we're looking since we'll be here for several days. We're looking for other things to see and do while we're here in town. Uh, what would you recommend? She kind of crosses her arms. Well, there's a number of shops. Um, there's a general store and just kind of various places that you can sell wares. None of you really look like sailors, so I'm going to assume none of those are going to be too interesting. Um, we're pretty much known for a rum, so if you want to buy some of them bottles that you'll see selling out on the street, those are always in, in for a good time. Um, we got, uh, let me see, we got a library, we got a couple of temples. Axsmith. We're not super big here. That pretty much covers what we saw yesterday. Or this morning, rather. Um, yeah. okay. Well, congratulations. You've made yourself intimate with Duneman. Is there any place to eat other than here or the tipsy urchin? There are a few, you know, just random spots. People or places that'll serve. Some will serve fried food. Some will serve more uh, light portions. You know, just kind of your rabbit types. Just depends on really what you like. Vesper, are you the rabbit type? What now? Veg <laughs> vegetarian? Oh. Um, no. Okay. Um, yeah, if there's a decent seafood place, given we're here on the water? Literally any place that you go is probably going to sell seafood. Okay. Literally any of them. <laughs> now, did everybody, did everybody get clean then? Yes. Uh, oh, the uh, who? Do you know who runs the library? The titled titles. Uh, I do. Um, I think I've run into him a few times. He's been in here. Uh, he's a, a younger, younger man. His name is Scottworth. Scottworth. Plan on visiting tomorrow, so I just wanted to know who to ask for. Thank you. He's probably going to be the only one there, so if he's not there, it's not open. Anything else? If not, I'll leave you to your business. No. Feel free to come around. I'm going to go make sure uh, your clothes are getting dry. Thank you so much. All right. She, she leaves, and she kind of is uh, working to get Charles to let go of her hair. His claws are dug in <laughs> as she's walking out. Her hair is yeah, kind of crumpled. that. <laughs> Yo, you're never gonna get him off you now. <laughs> gonna <clears throat> lean towards Alexander, and I'm just gonna like, so how's your food? Uh, I mean, it's the best they have to offer, so pretty good. Pretty good? Mm -hmm. mm. As good as imaginary food gets. Try and dunk him in the water. <laughs> uh, well, make make an athletics check, Vesper. 
Alexander, make an acrobatics or athletics check. Uh, yep. Let me see what I can do about that. One sec. I'll turn off my mic. You, you, you want me to get it? You want me to get it? I got it. All right. Teen. No such luck. 13. You're going down. Um, okay. So, Vesper, you try to time it just as Alexander is taking a bite, but you actually you get distracted for half a second, and he just puts his sandwich down on the plate before you dunk him under the water. So his sandwich is not destroyed and ruined. Nor is our bath water. <laughs> All right, say the sounds priority. D one hundred sandwich roll. <laughs> it was, yep. That's what that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back is sweet. I'm gonna pretend you have a sandwich table with a hundred results on it. <laughs> no, I I literally just rolled a D one hundred and it was zero to fifty, fifty one to a hundred. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend anyway. All right. All right. Yeah, so Alexander, you come back up <coughs> coughing and sputtering. And yeah, I'll come out of the water. I'm like, yep, uh, that's probably fair enough. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're like half cat, right? So you should uh, hate that. Mm -mm. Nope. Cats do not hate hot water. Cats like warm water. Don't come again. Do it again. Alright. Aw, seven. That's a dirty 20 right there. Okay, yeah. This time, that's where he totally sees it coming, and you actually miss and go underneath yourself. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> yeah, fool me once. <laughs> Start, like, moving around in the bath. I don't know if I can do that very well with all these people in here, but I'm going to do it anyway. Wait, what are you doing, sorry? I'm just, like, swimming around to the best of my ability. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you can't really swim. It's, it, 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 it's basically a hot tub that's, like, three feet deep. So. I mean, I do that in hot tubs anyway. <laughs> all right. Vesper pretends to swim in the center of the hot tub in, in between all of you. Yep. That'll be good Whoa. practice for when we all drown and die. Mm. Exactly. So, did we have a plan other than library, getting um, supplies? It's really the only two things I gathered from that conversation. Uh, no, not unless Alexander was found a place to perform. We could always assist with that. Um, Nothing yet, but I'll get back to you. I don't know if anybody wanted to go after the boar while I'm in the library. Jacques was the one who's interested in that, and he is currently not here. Yeah, that was his mission, so we'll see what he's up to. If he's keen on it, I guess we'll help him out. I have a feeling the hunters are going to get there first. Okay, so then I guess we just relax until Celia brings our clothes back. 
Yep, and probably 15 or 20 minutes later, she does. And the same as you, Jacques, uh, Daisy is the one who returns again and kind of puts on a really charming smile as she sets your clothes back out. They are cleaned. They have been quickly pressed. They are nice and warm to the touch. Mm, Lovely. you all can dry yourselves off and prepare to head back out into the world. Thank you, Daisy. You're very welcome. Please do feel to feel free to come again if you ever should require our services. Most definitely. She leaves you to to get dressed. Oh, so yeah, Vesper and Alexander, when Liberté and I were on the other side of town, we did go to the Temple of Joaquin and met with the high priest there. And one of them is actually in the process of creating a spell scroll for me that I can use to write in my book so that I can use it over and over and over again as a ritual. Uh, I hope it can help us. It's to detect poison and disease. Uh, that's unfortunately all I could afford at the moment, given that it costs 50 gold in ink and... 110 gold for each spell at very low level spells. Um, but I hope to, you know, continue to add to that to, to be able to help out when needed. It's a lot of money. Yeah. I have expensive hobbies. Thought that was more like a question. I have no, like... Oh, no basis? Yeah, that... that... The inks themselves are are rather precious and, and special um, and potent, so it, it does get to be very expensive. And the time and materials that go into creating those scrolls. So, for instance, a, a, a very high-level spell, you need all of the components as well as the paper and ink, and it takes quite a bit of time to write these spells out accurately um, so that, you know, they could be used. So I, I didn't argue with the price or try to haggle because it seemed like a good price for what they were giving me. Okay. And, and for me, you know, given that I could then use this one spell scroll over and over and over again, um, you know, definitely very valuable. Sure. Are 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 you a worshipper of Joaquin? Uh, no. Uh, I I don't really worship anybody. Didn't grow up very religious. Yes, I, I, I'm considering the Church of Alexander. Hmm. Yeah, it's currently under construction. Hmm. You're gonna need a lot of work. Hmm. I'm willing to put it in. Okay. Didn't go to the Temple of Melora. Um, I mean, I've never been to either of those temples. In general, not just here. The one for Joaquin seemed fairly impressive. Um, 
but I guess since it's a god of trade, they usually would get a lot of donations in. That sounds about right. Are those the only temples that were here? The Melora and Joaquin? Yes. Okay. That's fine. That's cool. It's good. Oh, wait, before we go, this might be a good time to practice that or try it out. I'm going to see how long I can hold my breath underwater. <laughs> <laughs> that's a constitution check. Is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to be a, one of the very few times that you will do a constitution check. Okay. Te technically... Technically, rules rules is written. You can hold your breath equal to uh, your constitution modifier. One one plus constitution modifier. Yeah, yeah sorry. Well, one plus your con mod. I'm trying to push that like I'm... I know that because I literally just listened to a spot in Critical Role where they were talking about it. So, if, if you're just doing it for fun, you, you could just uh. do that. But... Okay. Um, if you wanted to actually like try to do it, you could make a save and see how long you actually hold your breath. What I do a saving throw or just a check? Or a, a check, sorry. Okay, because I did that and it was ten. <laughs> okay. Yep. So you you can hold your breath for a couple minutes before you start to feel the need to to pop back up. I think I'll be fine, guys. <laughs> well, she lasted longer down there than I thought. I think Charles is better. Hmm. I'm good. Okay. And no none of us have, like, obviously, since we're in water, but, like, obvious phobias of the deep water... Uh, I mean, look, I'm always concerned that there's there's always a bigger fish out there, and eventually I keep having this dream that there's this big fish that'll eat me. But other than that, we're good. So, as long as, you know, you keep the fish away from me, we're all good. You scared of fish, Alexander? No, I'm scared of what eats fish. It's, it's Vesper, it's, it's a metaphor. There's, there's an elf named Sigmund that talks about these dreams and things, and I think it's a metaphor. Nope, not a metaphor. Really scary dream. Anyway. Sigmund. <laughs> <laughs> um, insight check into that. <laughs> okay, I'm going to need someone to roll for me, because I'm I, not at my computer. I, I got it. Go ahead, roll insight, Vesper. It's not going to go well, but okay. <laughs> I don't think you even have to roll. Yeah, he's he's telling the truth. Okay. Okay. Or it seems like he's telling the truth at least. He's absolutely telling the truth. <laughs> you don't know what to believe. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. You, you you get one pass. <laughs> all right. Let's go. Let's wander around the town a little bit and then go turn in. 
Okay. All right. I'm saying that you guys were having that entire discussion as you were getting dressed. So you put your armor back on and walk out. Uh, you see Jacques already in the front lobby, uh, just lightly conversing with Daisy and Celia. When And Jacques, as you are kind of talking back and forth, you do see the rest of your party emerge from their side of the bathhouse. Mm, at last. Sorry, I didn't know it was a competition. Oh, no. It wasn't a competition. I was just worried. Just wondering what's taking you guys so long. That's all. You joined us. I prefer... Uh, I, I don't like showing myself in front of other people. Is that a doctrine of Bahamut? No, it's... Uh, Sort of more of my upbringing. Okay. So I guess um, so. In a, in a little bit, but no. So you remember your upbringing? Or is this something that's in your book? I remember my upbringing. It's vivid. All right. Well, we'll talk about this outside. I, mean, I, I don't forget any of my old memories. It's just... Uh, Retaining new members is my problem. How long has that been happening? Uh, mm, I think in total about two months now. Two, two, three, two and a half. This is recent. Uh, some other time. Josh. What would I roll to try to put together the what Jock just told us versus the scars that he's got? Do you think he's lying? No. It, looking, trying to see if they're if the timing is similar, like the freshness of the scars versus. You know, or are those oh. like really old scars to see if Me it had something to do with medicine check. Uh, Ooh, that's rough, Roll buddy. Roll it. I know. That's really rough. I believe in you. Oh, not, not bad. A 16. Okay. Um, Jacques does have some scarring just in various places um, that you can see both not necessarily at the moment because he's wearing his armor, but in the times that you have seen that when he takes it off going to bed or other various times. Um, from what you remember, most of the scars seem to be at various times. So some are much older, some seem to be newer. It does not appear as that all the scars came at the same time. Okay. Hello, is we all good? Yeah, it's still a little early. It's around seven. So if we wanted to either walk or uh, walk around or try to check out place to drink other than the place that we're staying in or, you know, a place where Alexander could perform. Mm -hmm. And is he performing? We, have, we haven't decided, but he hasn't decided yet. 
I guess it depends upon the place and if the pay is worth it. Well, wait, I believe we did agree. Despite the whole... No, we got free lodging from the mayor. That's yep. right. Um, well, I was planning to... Uh, I was planning to head towards the smelter and brimstone. Oh. Been going there a lot lately. Uh, only twice. That's a lot more than anywhere else we've been. Yes. Anyways, yeah, um, I was planning to go there just to stop, stop by and see if Lemonade uh, is there or, or not. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, I guess we should really leave. Uh, yeah, are we going? Are we leaving? I don't have no idea. Yeah, we're leaving the bathhouse and head heading back into the town. You, you, you guys, you guys have like stepped out into the alleyway. You're outside Dawson's eye. The sun is now properly down at this point. It is night. Uh, there are a number of lamps that have been lit ever since um, you walked in. So this is now a nighttime in Dunaman. So will you guys be at the Tipsy Urchin? I can be sure. Ultimately, yes, because that's where we have to sleep. But I think I wanted to walk up and, I don't know, look around, listen around to see if there was any music playing or sounds of gatherings, you know, if there's another tavern or restaurant. If not, then then the tipsy urchin it is. I would I would want to go right to the tipsy urchin and read my book until until going to sleep. Well then I'll I'll take my leave here and then hopefully I'll see you guys at the tipsy urchin or not. Okay. And I'll see you guys later. And that's right. the part. Right. Jacques heads off, heading over towards Smelter and Brimstone. What would the uh, rest of you like to do? Can I send Charles after him? Uh, you can. Okay, I'll have him sort of tail behind him and see if I can keep him, have him stay sort of out of sight to see if that's where he's actually going. Because he's being shifty. Okay, you you want to keep him hidden from Jacques? Yeah. All right, go ahead and have Charles make a stealth check. No worries. Oh, natural 20. All right. So, yep, you feel that Charles is being extremely stealthy, darting between barrels and going across alleyways when Jacques is not looking. Oh, you spy on me? You don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I was just saying this on third person. Uh, out, out like, oh, wow. Okay. I, I, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> um, are you now you have to stay within 100 feet of Charles to be able to watch. So are you also kind of trailing along at a farther distance, Alexander? Uh, look, I try and like. I try and stay in distance as long as I can. And then afterwards, I probably just ditch. But. Okay. Um, for for the next couple of minutes, you you generally follow behind Jacques, 
and the party kind of just awkwardly follows you. But mm-hmm. once he, once Jacques gets out into the main road and turns left, you do get the sense that that is where he's going. Okay, fair enough. Uh, then, yeah, I'll just bring back Charles and okay. keep on keeping on. Yep, Charles just pads back to you. And uh, you put your hand down and he crawls up your arm and around your shoulder. Yep. Jacques, you head to Smelter and Brimstone. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? Uh, I just want to see uh, while I'm walking there, uh, do I hear any of the clinging noise from uh, her smelting? Make a perception check. 23. 23. Uh, you kind of just loiter outside of the shop for a little bit, looking like you're a tourist looking around town. You do not hear that banging sound. I'm going to slowly approach the shop, see if, uh, if there's any lights or any signs of her. All right. You approach the shop and the door is closed. Any lights? I'm sorry? Any lights at all? Um, you kind of walk around and it is dark. Um, hmm, I remember... Oh, please don't tell me. I'm going to slowly make my way towards the graveyard. Okay. And do I see anyone wandering around in the graveyard? Make a perception check. Come on, ghosts. Just let it be her. 19. You Are you going like into, or are you just kind of stopping at a distance and looking? Uh, I, st- I stop at the perimeter of the graveyard. Okay. Uh, You stop at the perimeter and kind of wait and look around over the next couple minutes. Um, Deep into the graveyard, you do see a figure moving, but at the distance you're at and without dark vision, it's too dark and you can't truly make out who or what it is. Okay. Uh, But you you, you do see a figure moving. I'm going to make my way towards the figure. I'll just keep my hand to the hand of my blade while, while I make my way there. Okay. You start to make your way in. You do pass a number of graves and tombstones. Some of these, as you pass, you take a casual look. Some of them are more recent, like past five years. Others you see are a couple hundred years old. Well, it seems as though this graveyard has been around for a long time. And the deeper and deeper you get into this graveyard, you come over a small hill and you do see that figure walking towards the back of the entire graveyard itself. And you see a small little house in the back. looks like it's right up against the gate. And it seems as though that figure is heading towards it. 
Do I notice a tail at all? Make a perception check, this time with disadvantage. Oh boy. <laughs> 24. <laughs> That's not even funny. Um, <laughs> the, the figure passes by a small lantern that's lit outside of the house. Uh, you do not see a tail. You see what looks to be an elderly man. A human man. Mm. I'm going to turn around and make my way back towards the uh, tipsy urchin. Alright. I'll follow the big roads. Hopefully I'll bump into her. Okay. What do all of the rest of you want to do in the meantime? Um, I guess given that we hadn't come in on or, or seen this particular road, I figured just take a gander down that way to see if there are any signs of another inn or any kind of nightlife anything make a perception check can I use Jock's lower roll unfortunately <laughs> no but you don't have disadvantage because you have dark vision yeah but I have no perception. I rolled a six. Yep. Uh, without going down the actual street and taking a closer look at some of the signs that you see, you can't tell. The let the lettering on these signs just seems to be blending in and the lamp light is not reaching them, unfortunately. All right. Jasper, Alexander? Um, we're with him, so like... Hmm... Does it mainly like residential or is there like shops maybe? Um the signs that you see on the main street do do appear do appear to be attached to shops. They're all closed now. Meaning the ones like right here. So so like this this general area like down in here they appear to be shops. You can't tell if if they are just just general stores that are closed, or if you know maybe they are some uh, like a tavern or or what have you. But from where you're like you guys are up here, so you, you're just like looking down this street trying to figure out what's down there. You can walk down that direction if you wish. Well, we have. A couple hours to kill, otherwise it's drinking in the tipsy urchin. Um oh. Yeah. So let's let's go down and see what we can see. Okay. You walk down the the road. Um you see a number of shops, general stores, other you know, candlestick makers, there's a cobbler. Uh, one one of this building down here seems to be where you could get horses or have um, shoes put on a horse. And Are horses visible? 
Uh, not directly from the road, but you get the sense that the building behind it is a stable. They babies. <laughs> um, but this place here, just a second, I'll put the name on the map. So you do find a bar. Uh, this is an actual bar, not a tavern, and it is called the Slaughtered Snake. this what we're doing i'm game i'm game just i know you don't drink but i figured it's better than drinking in the place where we're sleeping it's true probably maybe meet some different people to ask questions of or okay how does the place look yeah i was gonna say does it look rowdy it is, you do hear um, music from inside, as well as a lot of conversation and some laughter. Um, this definitely seems to be a more hole-in-the-wall type joint than a very much, everyone's welcome, come in, spend your coin, tavern. This okay. is probably where a lot more of the locals come to drink. Okay. Like, no one's, like, falling out of windows, and there's no, like, screaming... It's Tortuga from Pirates of the Caribbean. There's fights <laughs> everywhere. People are getting thrown through windows. Yeah, no. The guy's uh, sleeping on the floor, or he might be dead. We don't know. Totally. Okay. Are we waiting for Jacques? Is he here? He uh, went off to go see Damanea, so no, we're not waiting. Okay. You know what? That's fair. I'm going to go in. Me too. Yeah, I'll follow. Okay. You all head inside the Slaughtered Snake. Much like you anticipated, it is very low lit. There is just kind of some general dirt and grime on the wood as you walk in. Just a few candles in various spots light throughout the room. There is a, a older human man behind the bar. He's kind of got a full beard going on. It's not long. Looks like it's very well trimmed. Uh, brown with some streaks of gray. There are a decent number of people actually sitting at the bar, and he seems to be animatedly talking to them. And there are a few tables and booths just kind of dotted around. Some of them are taken, some of them are empty. Uh, head to an empty booth. Okay. Yeah. Four of you go sit down. Three. Liberté went back to the tipsy urchin. Oh, he did? I'm sorry. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah, and I DM'd you about what I was doing. Sorry, I've been doing other things. I know. No, no excuse. Uh, okay. Got it. Yep, so the, the three of you enter. No one immediately does anything. You come in and sit down. At a, at a table. The barkeep is still just kind of talking with a few of the people that he's with at the bar. Said so that there was music playing? Yes, there is. Uh, in the corner, there looks to be a one, one person with a uh, trumpet who is just kind of playing softly, almost kind of jazzy, just giving a little bit of ambiance to the room, but he's not that good. Hmm totally forgot about music. 
I don't have the watch together up. It's okay. It seems strangely empty, and that's why. <laughs> um. So if the bartender is not coming over, then I'll get up and go to the bar and sort of stand there looking to see if he stops his conversation to. As you approach, as you approach, I hold on, hold on. Oi, what could I get you, fella? Uh, three rums. Oh, which kind? And he's got a big old smile on his face. Mm. You want the expensive, the really expensive, or the ultra expensive? What's the ultra expensive? It's the worst one of the lot. Mm. Then I'll take the extra expensive then. I appreciate that. Decent choice. Any, you will wait a minute. You will just want a shot. Now you want the bottle. How much for the bottle? I'll run you twelve gold. But you gather a bottle of rum. Will probably get you get you a lot of shots. And if you're buying the bottle, you would get to keep whatever's left. I'll buy three shots to see if we like it. Six silver per shot. There's 18 silver. Okay. I give him a gold. Wait. Two gold. Sorry. He gives you two silver back. Ah, keep it. Mm. I like you. Better than these assholes up here. <laughs> and his friends kind of laugh. But he does pour you three shots. Okay. Uh, bring him back to the table. Well, apparently these taste better than the expensive one. So, well, <laughs> bottoms up. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, he'll... Uh, Alexander will just... He'll take the shot. Pretty good rum. Probably best rum that you guys have ever had. Not that all of you have really had a lot of rum in your lives, um, but it, it goes down quick. There's a really intense heat, but then it kind of soothes on its way down. I just stare at mine for a minute. Have you never had a drink? Vesper, or is this just something that came later? Um, I've had stuff before, once. It, um, stuff. Once. You know, like, as, as a paladin, I'm thinking maybe, oh, maybe I shouldn't, setting a bad example. But, um, it's not like I've never had anything before. <laughs> so did it just not agree with you the first time? I mean, I kind of just blacked out, so I don't know. Oh, that's some stuff. 
I don't think it was. It was just me. It can't go wrong this time. Right? No, especially with friends to carry you back, if. I mean, I had friends back then, too. Oh, okay. It did. Plus, they're probably a lot stronger than me, and they could probably carry you, if I'm completely honest. I'm probably just going to drag you or leave you here, and then come back for you later. It's, I, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just afraid of what would happen if I just don't remember. We'll get you a book like Shock. Okay, but what, like, what if I hurt one of you? Um, it would be no different from the events of today. You know what, that's right. But, like, I would... It's one shot, Vesper. That's what it took. That's all it took. Well, just go for it, and if, you know, and if things get bad, then I'll use Charles to subdue you again. It's all good. Like, knock me out? Like, no. actually knock me out. Unless that's what you want, probably not. <laughs> Wait, I'm giving you permission. Okay, done. Okay, I take the shot. You die, instantly. And? What did you think? Am I not blackout? <laughs> Am I... No, you... You and I did. You get the sense, the same sensation that Alexander did, but you're okay. What heck did Ooh. I have before? Poison? <laughs> I don't know. But Ward just like gave me something. I was like, here, take this. I was like, all right, and then I just. Maybe it was a special blend? I don't know. I don't drink. Well, now you can if you want to. I'm gonna go get another one. So this... The, it, oh. Uh, yeah. <coughs> the town is renowned for its rums. They, they will be strong. It's too late. I'm gone. Hmm. I feel like so, a door I've, is opened. I've created a monster. I the last... What you want? I have the entire bottle. You want a bottle of rum? Yes. yes. Alright. Which ones you want? We got the expensive, the very expensive, and the ultra expensive. I have a question for you. Do you have one that, like, just one shot makes you black out? Uh, unless you're about three feet tall or uh, a newborn, I don't think so. Um, your strongest one. All about the same, to be honest. I don't care at this point. Just give me, just give me one. <laughs> All right, then I'll give you the same bottle that your friend just got. I'll be okay. twelve gold. <laughs> okay. Yeah, take it. I give it to him. <laughs> he, he, not the same bottle. A, a full bottle. He hands you. Uh, so. <laughs> no, I just paid full price for like. A sip. Yep, so, so you have a bottle of water dragon rum. Oh. Go back to the table. 
Okay, okay. So, I had been traveling with my mentor, Ward, for a long time, right? Right. Okay. I, she gave me a drink once when I turned 18. Okay? Mm-hmm. Never drank again after that. Don't remember what happened. Almost sounds like she did that to you on purpose. To make you not drink. That's it's like... I'm, my, my mind's like exploding right now. <laughs> so long as it's done in moderation, Vesper, it's fine. One or two... One or two more shots, and then cork the bottle. Take another shot. <laughs> All right. Are you, you pouring? Yeah, I'm pouring. She gives everybody at the table another shot. Uh, I'll wave it off. I'm not really interested in having another one. Uh, right. uh, I do want to look around the room to see. So you've got, you said in one corner of the room, you've got someone sadly playing the trumpet. Um, yep. And is there by chance another corner to the room or another sort of stage area that I could set up? It's not really a stage area, but there is um, one area that's kind of uh, bereft of tables that you could stand in. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just say to the guys at the moment, I'm like, just one sec, I'll be right back, and I'm going to head up to the barkeep. One at a time, I like it. Spending more gold, what you want? Well, I'm Actually, I'm, I'm interested in the performer you've got over there. What is, um... Is he paid to do that? Not by me. If he plays well enough, sometimes people give him a little bit of coin. Hmm. Is that, uh... Just fair game? To, can anyone that wants to set up and play just set up and play, or... How does that work? He, he looks over you and notices your instrument. <clears throat> well, I mean... Far be it for me to refuse a performer, but uh, be kind of rude, don't you think? As far as I'm concerned, it's a little bit rude that he's not paying me to listen to him. Far be it for me. It's your life. And he just kind of takes a rag and starts wiping down the bar. I'll take that as permission. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Um, and yeah, I'll go set up on the other side of the bar. Um, and yeah, I'll just start playing. On... Okay. What kind of song, like upbeat or mellow? I'll I'll sort of start, you know, mellow, um, sort of tuning in with what he's doing, sort of complimenting what he's doing, and then just slowly get bigger and bigger to the point where I'm just completely overshadowing everything that he's trying to accomplish. So probably a little bit obnoxious, but I feel like that's my theme. So, so I'm, okay. while you're doing that, then I'm going to use thaumaturgy and at first dim the the flames on the candles and stuff in the room, and then change the color of the flames to like a more somber, like purplish kind of glow. Hmm. And then as your music builds upbeat, they'll get 
brighter and the color will change to accompany the music. All right. All right. Go ahead and make a performance check with advantage, Alexander. Oh, wait. This is an old one. I'll do another one. Well, that doesn't change very much, does it? <laughs> That's an 18 and an 18 right there. Yeah. Uh, so you you start off really well, and the other musician is quite happy that someone has joined him. And he, you know, just keeps with his beat. He's kind of slowly swaying back and forth, going through a couple of uh, uh, solos, even though the entire performance is a solo. You can tell that he's trying to put on a little bit of a show, but he's not super great at it. And as you start to play the um, candles, which are already very low in this low-lit little bar, they almost go out. And it is so dark that everyone kind of looks around, and only the folks with dark vision really can see. But then the lights come back, and they come back with that purple uh, tinge that Taz described. And it's a very eerie sensation. And then as you start to play more and more, you actually pick up the pace and the trumpet guy kind of looks over and he's trying to match your pace as you're starting to actually dominate the performance. And as, as you pick up the Taz changes the color again and again and again, and, and it starts to almost become this um, flash and rush of colors. And you eventually do take over the performance entirely. The trumpeteer cannot keep up and he actually just stops. He's out of breath and breathing hard and you just, go, 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 go for like the next five minutes and uh, finish with a flurry. And Taz, you uh, slowly allow the candles to go back to normal. And Alexander, you're able to take a bow. And you do get a decent round of applause from most folks in the tavern and a very, very dirty look from the trumpeteer. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a bow and I'm like, thank you. And then I'll point out towards him and I'm like, and my assistant over there. Is very well done by him. <laughs> he, it, it, if if his brow could become even more straight, it it becomes so. He is unable to move. You can see his entire body is just clenched up, and he's got like one fist clenched, the other holding his trumpet, and he's just staring daggers at you. So then I'll if. If his face looks that sour, then I'll use prestidigitation on him to cause like a very odd odor to emanate from him. It's the range stink, on that. Stink face. Oh, it's ten feet. Oh, yeah, never you're, mind. Yeah, yeah never you're mind. way, way, way far away. Yeah. So uh, after probably like five or so minutes, you see him just kind of hump. After like everyone just kind of goes back to their to themselves, he grabs his hat and just walks out of the tavern. Ah, oh, that's so fun. And yeah, and then I'll, I'll just step over back to where back to the table with the other two, and I'll sit down. And I'm like, oh, that was fun. Okay, over the next 10, 15 minutes or so, a couple, uh, a few people come up. Uh, you get a total of two gold and nine silver. Nice. Not in it for the money. Uh, it's the fame. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Uh, switching over to Liberté and Jacques. Uh, Liberté, you are sitting and reading your book for probably a good 20 or so minutes before you do see uh, Jacques enter. Okay. 
Uh, Jacques, you look around and you do see not your entire party like you expected, but you do see Liberté reading his book over at this couch. Is that who I think it is over there? Uh, you look around and you do notice uh, Damnea drinking at the bar. <laughs> oh, and she's all by herself, I see. She's talking to the, the bartender every time he comes by. But uh, there's no one directly sitting next to her. I'm going to go and uh, sit next to her. Probably okay. grab, and grab a drink she's, as well. Yeah, She's like kind of mid-drinking an ale. And she sees you sit down. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Not bad. I had a pretty good day. Oh, yeah? No, I'm just here drinking. How's it going, though? You just keep sipping on her ale. I'm gonna order, uh, what is ale, I guess? Doing some ale here, I guess. Okay. Hey, no problem. That'll be a three silver for you, pal. No problem. And then he, he brings you an ale. Thank you. I'll throw an extra uh, silver for him. Thank you. It's appreciated. He takes it and puts it in his in his uh, pocket. I ask her. Uh, I ask the the, the Mania, like where are her plans now. She's going to enjoy the drink. Well, for right now, I'm just planning on drinking the rest of this ale and probably have a couple more, and then I'll go back and go to bed because then I have to get up and work on my stuff tomorrow. Oh yeah. Um... Did you did you make a replacement for uh, the weapons, weapons that we bought? I started. I wasn't able to finish it. It'll probably take me a couple of days to really make it a good one. Plus, I have other orders that I have to work on because people seem to always ask me to make stuff for them, which is really cool because then they pay me money if I make it. Do you not have an assistant? Like an assistant? No, I don't have an assistant. It's just me. Did you need help at all? <laughs> this, is where Jacques, this is where Jacques leaves the party. <laughs> yeah, Liberté, you hear Jacques' voice kind of carrying over the entire tavern, and you do see him talking to Daminate at the bar. Yeah, it's fine. I'm, I'm going to leave him alone and just read the book. Okay. I don't really need help. Do you have experience with smithing? None. Oh, well, in that case, I don't think you'd be that much of a help. You'd probably actually be a hindrance. Um, yeah, that's probably true. However, I probably will stop by for a brief moment. Oh, sure. Sure. I have so many things that you can buy. There's swords and daggers and other swords and shields and armor. There's so much stuff. Mm. Oh yes, definitely. 
keep keeps drinking. Joe, is there anything you wanted to do besides read your book while you're here? No, everything I want to do is going to be tomorrow. I have a couple of things I want to buy. I got to pick up my stuff at the tailor and then wanted to go to the library. So just isn't anything that uh, Liberté wanted to do tonight. Okay. The other three, are you going to drink for a while or are you planning to come back to the tipsy urchin? Back to the I'm urchin. I'm already yeah. hammered. Taz, as you and Alexander stand up, you see Vesper try and she kind of wobbles. And kind of puts her hand on the table and then tries to stand again and is really leaning pretty hard on that table to stand her hand. Her arm is kind of shaking. But what did you do with the rum? Uh... Empty. <laughs> Empty. <laughs> 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 that was so bad. <laughs> uh, I'll cork the bottle and then put it in my backpack. Um. So, Alexander, left side or right side? Uh, I remember specifically saying that I wasn't going to do this, but I guess I'll take right side. Okay. What's messing out? <sighs> Come on, Vesper. We're going to another bar. Hell yeah. Okay. As you both of you carry Vesper out of the out of the 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 bar, everyone kinda watches you all go. Bye. See you later. The the bartender waves back to you, Vesper. Like that man. <laughs> he knows his rums. Uh, so yeah, back to the tipsy urchin. <laughs> uh, just keeping an eye on Vesper. I'm gonna rig doll. Oh boy. Okay, about about halfway back, Vesper just kind of goes limp. And Am I you, 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 now? You, you, you get worried for half a second and then like double check. Okay, she's still breathing. So we watch as her boots drag on the ground behind her, leaving marks, leaving a trail. Yep. Uh, and we go to the tipsy urchin. Okay. Well, one of the uh, uh, individuals who's wearing some of that mi uh, mismatched guard armor approaches you, Taz and Alexander. Hey, is she alright? Uh, she will be. Make a persuasion what? check. As you are two males carrying a limp female through the center of town. <laughs> so wait, a persuasion? Yes. Uh. No, I didn't say anything. You can say something if you want, Alexander. Yeah, I'll, I'll be like, well, I mean, she's fine, but she's actually very heavy. If you want to just give us a hand taking her back to where we're staying, uh, that would uh, be appreciated. That doesn't sound any better. Um, 
Wow, 17. Okay. Uh, who rolled the... Taz, what was the D4 for? I used Guidance. Okay. Just casting in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, he, he's not really sure what you did. He's a commoner guard. Um, but he does say, all right. And and you can see him kind of sniff the air. Oh, you guys yeah. have been drinking. She's not used to rum. Just be safe. I know the rum's good, but moderation, people. Moderation. And he walks, walks away. Dude, I was in control. This is a rare occasion. <laughs> and I'll keep on keeping on. I'll, I'll try and lift a... Yeah, you're you're fine. Um, Jacques, about towards the end of your conversation with uh, Damanea, um, you do see the rest of your party come in, although not all under their own power. Mm, that looks familiar. Uh, I'm gonna ask the bartender. Uh, what other like? I think I dropped Vesper. Hi guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. You guys are all there now. I think we dropped it several times on the way, with only a ten and a natural one. That's <laughs> <laughs> just 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 as we got into the bar. That's when it just like I dropped her. <laughs> Yeah, your 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 shoulder kind of hurts. You get her over the threshold, then that's where you're bang dropped on the floor. Ow! Her half plate armor. Everyone kind of looks around at the loud noise and then just sees the tiefling on the floor. Taz and Alexander both panting heavily. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I think I've gone above and beyond here. Uh, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> Uh, so Alexander finally finished her off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is what I'm known for. Oh. Oh. Let's get what? her. Let's get her upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you meant what I. <laughs> Vesper tries to stand vaguely talking about more more rum. She needs a black brew. I'm not strong enough to stop her. Like, it's let it go. If, if she does that to herself, at, at that point she can't learn. Are they, are they struggling to help carry uh, Vesper? Yeah, and, and at this point, Jacques, you notice that Damine is looking over at the rest of your party, drawing out Vesper, and she actually says, I think your friends are having a little bit of trouble with your other purple friend. You might want to go help them. Yes. I'll get up. Uh, I will try to help uh, carry uh, Vesper. Okay. With with your strength, Jacques, you can do it by yourself, no problem. All right. And I guess I'll take her to our rooms. Which one? I don't know. She has her own private room, I'm guessing. Yeah, there you have three doubles essentially. Yeah, the the double of rooms. Okay, then I'll just uh, I'll just take her to one of the rooms and uh, I guess lay her to rest. 
Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with, and then as soon as you lay it down, I'll I'll, I'll use command and say sleep. On Vesper. I even like. Yeah. I'm pretty out of it. I don't think I can fight against that. Uh, it's not a sleep spell, though. No, it's not. But like, at least she'll try for one round. But six okay. seconds more than what she'd normally do. Fair enough. <laughs> make a make a wisdom save, Vesper. Okay. Saving throw. And I'm gonna say with. Okay, it doesn't matter. You failed it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, so Jacques gets you all settled up in bed. He puts you on your side, so you don't vomit and die in your sleep. As you do. And and then Alexander really says. Alexander comes over and says, "You need to sleep." And you're like, "Oh, that's a good idea." And you kind of close your eyes. And I'm you half out. Yeah, you half open them, and then you're immediately asleep. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> mm, I thought she doesn't drink. I was like, make, make my way out. Yeah, I mean, we can be pretty persuasive. I see. Don't know if it's a good or a bad influence, but here we are. Alrighty then. I'll make my way back towards Dimadea. Uh, Okay, uh, you you come back downstairs and you actually see that a couple of other people have sat beside her and she's just lightly, casually engaging them in conversation as they're all drinking. I don't interrupt, and I see that and I make my way towards the group. My group. Okay. So the four of you have the night to do whatever you wish, if you wish to do anything at all. Is there any music in this area? Uh, there is currently no one playing music here. Okay. No, I'm good. I'm just seeing if the, the sad trumpet guy migrated. Maybe I'll follow him <laughs> around town tonight. <laughs> uh, you, you did not see him on your way through town. Okay, well, that's fine. Um, yeah, that's all I really wanted to get done in the night, so that's all good. Uh, same. Everyone's going up for a long rest. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm gonna drink. Uh, I'll have another cup and basically wait for the minute and like I'll probably escort her home. That's basically it. Okay. She stays there and drinks until probably around midnight or so. Oh boy. So, are you are you staying up? Uh, once it starts dying down, I'll probably walk over to her. And uh, but while I'm waiting, I'm gonna be writing my journal. Yeah. And I probably come over and then like ask her if she if she want to uh, I guess accompany the business walk her back home. Okay, you come over and you ask her. Uh, I, I appreciate the offer, but I, I'll be fine. I've walked home before, and plus I have this. And she drunkenly kind of pulls out a short sword and kind of flails it around. No one is 
gonna mess with me. <laughs> and she and she she fails a couple times to put it in the sheath and then then eventually gets it. Uh I don't know, I'm just making sure uh I just make sure that uh, that you, you don't hurt anyone, I guess. I'm fine. You should be a bad cutie. And she kind of boops you on the nose. Oh, well, I'm I'm still coming. I'm I'm a bit worried. Okay. If you don't mind. She, she doesn't respond past that. She's, like, getting up to, to actually leave. And I'll, I'll slowly follow her beside her. Okay. She just kind of walks. Is she mumbling? Or... <laughs> no, she's not mumbling. She's... As she's walking, she's swaying from, from the liquor. But she's, she's swaying, um, like, in, in an actual rhythm. So... If if you actually looked at it, she doesn't really look like she's drunkenly swaying. She looks just she's just kind of swaying to a beat as she's walking. All right. And as soon as um, you get back, she says, "Well, uh, thank you. That was nice." And she kind of stumbles down the stairs, and and to her um, uh, workshop and fumbles with the key and gets it eventually unlocks the door walks inside good night allow my head back no response nope yeah, I'm just gonna finish writing and then my, my head back up okay. everyone gets a long rest spells are back hit points are back Everyone wakes up in their own res- in their respective rooms, and we'll go ahead and take a break here. Any any long rest abilities that you want to do, they apply now. I am going to swap a spell while we're on a long rest. Jumping back into the story. You all wake up the next morning. One of you a little more hungover than the rest. Taz. You are all back together. You congregate in the main area of the Tipsy Urchin. The day is yours. What would you like to do? Um, I would like to spend, uh, I think, uh, f- I think f- before, like, before I come down, I want to spend a few hours uh, praying few hours uh not like an hour just an hour not, i don't know why i said a few hours i just want to do like an hour of praying i needed to run to the tailor to pick up my new clothes and i also had a few things i wanted to buy while i was out yeah i was gonna go to the smooth brew see if he had a to-go cup or two <laughs> um and then head to the library in the bathroom. Vesper is not feeling too well at the moment. For time, she will learn moderation. 
Um, Jacques, you you spend a, a good portion of your morning reconnecting. Liberté, you are able to go to the tailor, pick up your new clothes, change out of your old ones. So you can go ahead and add those. Oh, that was the thing too. I forgot I had my library emblem sewn onto my new clothes. So I would come down in the clothes that I stole from Dunham Horvitz and had refitted for myself. And when when I pick up my clothes, I want to ask the lady if there's a place just outside of town at all where like they send their trash. Is there a place they send their trash? Um, not not particularly. Um, we you know try to use as much as we can, try not to generate that much. Um, I suppose there is probably a place you know outside town. Just go down the path and general. She describes like a general dump or okay. like fire fire pit. So after after picking up my new clothes, I'll go there, throw my old clothes in a pile, and then uh, cast create bonfire on it. Okay. Did you want to do this by yourself or with the party? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm going and I don't care if anybody comes with me or not. Like I don't I don't you know, it's just kind of whatever. I'm not hiding that I'm going. I'm just kind of mechanically going to do that. Okay. Um if anyone else has errands and wanted to join, you could have. Otherwise, it'll just be okay. And that's the that's the shopping list of the, the things I wanted to buy. Okay. So you you do go to the the kind of dumping area where where they do have some trash that's kind of piled up, and you just kind of toss your old clothes onto the pile and think about it for just a minute before just kind of in one motion twisting your hand in a violent motion and just a giant burst of flame incinerates the old clothes. The only thing I've kept is the hooded robe. I'm still wearing that. Okay. Kind of unceremonious too. Just I just kind of do it and then go back to town. Yep. So you head into the general store. Elder is there. He's kind of sitting, drinking some morning tea. Oh, hello. You've Come back. Oh, yes. Good morning, Elder. Uh, I have a few things I want to buy. Um, we've got uh, a task that we're being sent on, and uh, I've got a new hobby I'm uh, trying to learn. Oh, yes. Uh, what might I be able to get for you? I'm looking for uh, six throwing darts, uh, ten pythons, and uh, a herbalism kit. I think I probably have a decent amount of those things. Uh, let me look. Um, he goes around for the next probably ten minutes, because he walks really slow, picking up various items, setting them to the side, looking through some things. Nope, that's not there. And then puts the thing back, and just this happens repeatedly. Uh, the pitons will run you five silver... The herbalism kit is five gold. And the darts... 
Where is my darts here? Darts. Okay, for six, uh, that'll run you another three silver. So a total of eight silver, five gold. Okay, I'm not going to haggle that. I will pay it. Uh, thank you for your patronage. If there's anything else that I can acquire for you, please come back. I do hope that your lantern project is going well. Oh, very well. Thank you for asking. I am still considering the uh, lantern you offered me to buy before, but I have a little more thinking to do on that. Of course, of course. I'm sure I'll see you before long. I uh, tend to have uh, lots of little ideas of things I want to buy. Well, I have a mishmash of different things. Okay, and then I will leave and I will go look for Taz because I think he was going to the library. Okay. Uh, Taz, you go to Smooth Brew and get a cup, uh, one coffee? Two. Two? Okay. Uh, he does have cups that you can put his brew in and take with you. Do they have his logo? He does not have a logo. It's a plain cup. You, you get you get the sense that this is a um, recent um, creation of his, and he's still getting into the business world, and he's not very um, experienced at it yet. Uh, two coffees will run you six silver. Okay, and I'll take uh, two pastries. Uh, gold total. For, for all of that. Okay. Alrighty. Gold out of my pocket again. Alright. Jacques is praying. Alexander, Vesper. Emerge from the bathroom. Um. Okay. You, as the morning goes on, your hangover starts to feel a little bit better. Yeah. And I guess I head downstairs? Yeah, I'd be hanging out downstairs. Okay. You see Alexander is the only one of your party in the common area. Morning. Morning. You seem to have had a fun time. Ah? Is that what it looked like? Hmm. Do you feel better than you did last time, or...? Um, I don't really remember. Right now, I don't feel too good. Yep. It'll do that. All the time? Uh, most of the time, if you're not responsible with it. I that don't... That would be why I stopped. I don't do things in moderation. I just do them all the way. That is... fair. I mean... You seem to do things in moderation when it comes to hurting people when in fighting. You never really go all the way with that one. Um, That's different. That's someone's life. I guess it's a fair distinction. To be fair, I kind of went all out on you yesterday. Sorry. That's alright. Uh, I kind of returned the favor. I mean, it's... you kind of started it, but... Yeah, I kind of went a little too far. Yeah, 
I mean, I'm not going to apologize for it. I feel like it's just good to sort of clear the air and sort of know what each other can do. And now I know that in a situation where things go bad, that I can rely on the fact that you might actually, like when you hit someone with your sword, it's impressive. It just sometimes it doesn't happen. I mean, sometimes you don't hit things either. Oh yeah, I know, but that's style points. I I, I live for style points. If, if, if I'm not going to look good hitting them, then I just prefer not to hit them at all. Okay. Well. Now, it's it's just us here. We've got really nothing to do. Um, I don't want to say we should be irresponsible and go check out the dog training thing that we said that we were going to check out, but got no one here telling us not to do that. I love not listening to people. Let's go do it. Alright, let's do it. <laughs> we'll get up and we'll probably head to the sign to figure out where we're going because none of us actually, neither of us actually knows that. I think. Yeah, yeah, we're just going. <laughs> okay. Alexander and Vesper leave. Uh, Jacques, as you're coming downstairs, you actually see both of them leaving, but they're out of the door before you can say anything. So you're not uh, sure where they're going or what they're doing, but you look around and you don't see any of your party. Sorry, Jacques. I'll just go to the, the, uh, the bar and like, I'm just going to sit down and order some food before I head out. Some breakfast. Wait, uh, I got on. your whispers. I got your I got your DM as well. So you do, um, you succeed in that. And I guess I'll. I don't know if she's awake, but I guess I'll head towards the place. The place, classic. Everyone's so spread out right now. Um, <laughs> We actively try to make it out. <laughs> don't don't split the party, but when you do, do it really split. Seriously. Um, okay, so we'll 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 start with a library because I have that pretty well nailed down. Taz and Liberté, you both meet up and you do head to titled titles. Yeah, I, I'm standing outside of Smooth Brew with an extra cup and an extra pastry. Knowing Liber Liberté was going to come back here, but I'm keeping him limited to one coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. That is such a friendly thing. My heart is just full of joy right now. He he, he takes it and he gives you one of those elementary school picture uh, smiles. The, the entirely fake. I'm doing it for the camera thing uh, because I don't know how to smile. Smiles. It'll come in time. Was it good? It's good. Okay. I'm trying. Well, that's the thing about smiles and laughter. You really don't have to try. It'll just come. Ooh, that, that hits him good, too. We'll be thinking about that for a while. All right. Eventually, the two of you do find titled titles on the far western side of town. 
this is this is a very thin building, but very long. Um, you walk up a short flight of steps and into um, an old-fashioned wooden building. There are beams you can see up along supporting the actual structure. Uh, rows upon rows of bookshelves just kind of go back. They're re rather short and stocky, so there's not a ton of books, but there is a fairly decent number of them that you can see. Um, as soon as you enter on your left-hand side, you do um, see a human man, um, big round glasses, kind of black hair that's kind of parted down down the side. Looks like it's been, you know, slicked in, in some form or fashion. He's got kind of, not, not suspenders, but uh, a uh, checkered shirt on. And he kind of looks up. Oh, hello. Hello. Are you the head librarian here? Oh, I, I do uh, keep charge of the books. Uh, my name is Scott Worth. And he eagerly walks around and shakes I both of your hands vigorously. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet a fellow librarian. I I've come here from the great library in Sonus. My word. The Library of the Elves. Yes. A and I'm looking for information. So I I'm traveling around and checking out local libraries for uh, different legends and lore and to see what kind of uh, books they have here and also you know answer any questions for you know locals that you know may want to know about the the library in sonus and how we do things just to share knowledge his, his eyes are kind of shining as you say that i've 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 definitely heard of the great sonus library uh, this is this is a very rare opportunity for me uh, i will restrain myself, of course. You are here to um, look at our books. I, I'm not sure if we'll have any that are foreign to you, of course, with, with such a grand locale, but um, my word, uh, please, please have any gestures deeper <laughs> into the library. Uh, have a look at it, whatever you might wish. Uh, I shall be here if, if need be for assistance. Well, how do you catalog your books? How are they sorted? Um, I, I have several different topics that I'm interested in, and I'd like to be able to proceed a bit more quickly than searching through every single book that you have. Uh, most of the books are uh, sorted by category, and his speech is kind of picking up its pace a little bit. Uh, it, it really depends, um, you know, whether it's a, a fictional story you're looking for, or non-fiction, or general reference, or general information on on uh, the local area or the world or at large. Oh, and this is so exciting. Well, given that this is your library and your methods for cataloging and, and, and sorting, why don't I give you a topic and then you can show me where to look and, you know, how you've managed to group these different books so let's start with an easy topic. We're looking for local legends and lore, uh, specifically in regards to the island that appears at low tide off of your coast. 
all right. Um, these are going to be right over here. And he quickly walks um, in between two of the aisles and kind of down a little bit to a, a, a decent-sized section. Uh, and he says, that most of these books are uh, local history and especially the history of uh, Dunamin here. Uh, feel free to have a look. And he kind of is doing like the, the jazz hand, super wide smile, like, be impressed with what I'm showing you, please. Oh this is goodness. amazing. Um, how do the books look? Have he Has he been keeping them like dust free or? Yeah, it, it looks good. Um, go ahead and make an investigation check. And while you do that, Liberté, what are you looking for? I'm looking for uh, any books you have on the goddess Lyra. Uh, I'm not directly sure if we have any on Lyra specifically, but if you look, we'll probably might have something in our uh, uh, deity section over this way. And he walks away from Taz and kind of speeds you uh, into a back corner. Not quite sure if you're associated with him, but you walked in together, so you probably are. So he's going over and going through the exact same routine with you, Liberté, just kind of being as like chatty and as accommodating as possible. Okay. <laughs> you have you have never really had someone really try to impress you before. Yeah. You you've, you've had other people impress others around you for certain. Right. But this is the first time you've really been shown that kind of attitude or reverence. Uh, so you, you can go ahead and make an investigation check as well. Uh, Taz, with an eight, you learn a couple of things. Um, you learn that, which you already know, that Dunamin is settled on Sandbar Bay. Uh, it serves as the quickest route to north and northwest Wataka, especially for food exports. Um, the bay's usefulness does fluctuate with the tide. Um, the tide changes frequently, and... As you have been kind of informed already, you get confirmation um, that it it is irregular. So the tide can be out for one day, and then in for one day, and then out for two weeks, and then in for three. It 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 is very fluctuating. Um, a lot of the sailors uh, here on this bay have to do a lot of predicting and trying to get in touch with the actual sea to. Uh, may be able to do a lot of trade. Um, you also learn that uh, there used to be a number of uh, large rocks, like obelisks, that just uh, reached uh, directly up into the air in the bay. And But over time, a lot of these have fallen and created a bit of an issue for ships that are entering and exiting the bay. So while there are a lot of sand dunes, um, there are also rocks that ships have to na navigate as well. Okay. Liberté. Oh, Liberté. Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a three, I'm going to say you don't find any books. Sorry. Okay. That's okay. Well, this is going well. Does the <laughs> does the librarian come back towards me? Uh, as as you look around, you see that you see that he's kind of uh, standing in between the two of you, head on a swivel, just like waiting to be called, and he's just gonna run for the first one who makes a noise. I 
yes, I do. Scottworth? Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> how, how may I be of assistance? Oh, thank you. Um, so, I guess I'll, I'll use um, prestidigitation to just move some air, make sure all the books are, you know, dust-free. I find a book that has a broken binding to it, and I use mending on it to to fix it. Um, I, I appreciate I I appreciate how well you're keeping things here. Um, if there's any you know books bindings that are in a bad shape while I'm here that I can fix, I'd be more than happy to help. Um, I I am also curious um, the. Damanea, the tiefling that is uh, taking up residence here, um, had originally said she was from Ebesh. And I, I was wondering if you had any books on Ebesh, as I'm kind of uh, curious about her coloration um, and if that's native to uh, there or if that's something that. Uh, is just random. Well, uh, the b best place for information on um, Ebesh itself, the continent would, would be more uh, over in the, the geography section, uh, over by the globe over there. Uh, tieflings, uh, that, that is not necessarily a, a, an Ebesh question. That would be more um, hellish origins. Uh, that might uh, be over near your friend, your tiefling friend, I might add, um, over in the deities. Maybe in the hells, uh, that that sort of realm. Okay, so let's go over there and see what you might have. Well, this is all coming for full circle because that's what I want to look up. Oh. Okay, well, we'll, we'll say that you go, you both go for that at the same time. And um, you kind of discuss what you want to to look for. So I will say, go ahead and either you can both roll for it, or one of you can roll with advantage. I'll let him roll. He's a library guy. All right. With advantage. Advantage. Natural twenty. Oh, all right. So it does not take you long to start going through the various books on the hells. Um, some are about the different layers of hell, some of the entities that watch over the different layers of hell, some of the locations. Um, and in, in a couple of these books, you do find information on tieflings and the rise of tieflings as a race. Um, to get to the point of your question for expediency, um, you find that tieflings skin color is usually human-like in color. Um, it extends from kind of that, that very light, light um, color to a tan to dark. However, it also, to, um, it is common for it to extend into reddish hues. You do not see any mention of purple skin in any of these books which makes you believe that it is either not common or rare. So my, my, my the topics I, I really wanted was uh, origin of tiefling, which you just kind of 
we're, we're looking into, but then also um, whether there's any kind of like uh, forbidden topics to it. Like, you know, if someone were going to chop up a tiefling and use it to make a potion, like what would it do with it? Like, I'm, I'm looking for nefarious reasons someone would want a tiefling. Okay. Yeah, no, I was thinking more, would that coloration have derived from a specific um, hell line or, you know, or geographical area just to try and see if there's a reason or a tie to Vesper or, you know, to from Damanea? Uh, it, there is no mention of it in these mm. books. Okay. And I would, uh, I would, I would, I, would I just want to explain to, to, to Taz that the, the reason why I'm interested in that is I'm trying to figure out what I can about my own history, how I came to be where I was, and I have no clue where to start, so I'm starting with that. Uh, you, you find uh, a few books. Uh, these are a couple, or more uh, gruesome and grim, that detail various. Um, exploits and experiments that people have done um magic users people who wish to push the boundaries of magic who have tested basically anything and everything to see what parts of what are magical and what are not um so you can guesstimate that not necessarily just tieflings but okay. um tieflings were thought to who potentially have some sort of um, magical capability due to their uh, infernal nature. So there, there are individuals who have experimented um, with tieflings. There are individuals or groups who see tieflings as a lesser race, people to be avoided. Perhaps they are actual devils and should be avoided at all costs. Maybe they are um, cursed and interacting with one brings you bad luck. There's, there's a whole difference, the wide spectrum of of prejudice and stereotypes and um, a bunch of different things. There isn't really too much on why someone would want to keep one in the situation that you were kept Liberté, but okay. you get, you get the sense that the, the, the more that you and Tez research this kind of into the early afternoon, um, the more you're starting to get the sense that that was more in um, Arthendal thing, as opposed to you being a tiefling thing. All right. And is there anything in there that explains that, you know, like, are tieflings born the normal way? Yes, they are. Okay. That makes me, that, that makes Liberté feel a lot better about himself. You, you can assume you had parents. Right. Well, he, he literally <laughs> did not know that. So that's news. Yes. Well, I'm giving it to you. Okay, so we're you two are into the early afternoon at this point. Is there anything else the two of you would like to do, or or, or look into? Sorry. Oh, um, I don't have anything else in the library. Taz, you had your um. What was the other thing that you that you said? Um, Abesh, Abesh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so go ahead and make another check for uh, Abesh. Oh. This is not with advantage. Right. Twenty-one. Okay. Uh, you you learn a bunch of general information about the continent of Ebesh. 
This is not an exhaustive library, so you don't get too much specifics. Um, you do know that Ebesh is considered to be um, a less civilized continent. Not not as much of it has been um, like actually settled as opposed to Fadrak. Um, you learned that there are a few different races uh, that congregate there as opposed to um, as opposed to here. Um, with the 21, I will say that you do know uh, that there are a number of gnomes, uh, tabaxi, uh, tieflings are mentioned as well, and there's also um, one sentence about elves, but elves are everywhere, so that's not too much of a it doesn't that doesn't stick Surprise. out too much. Yeah. Does it say what kind of elves? Uh no. It's it's almost as if the author just threw it in as a throwaway a throwaway point. Okay. So Liberté, you were going to leave? Uh I mean I would stick around for as long as you're there. Yeah, I had the one more topic, and unfortunately, I've wasted my two good rolls that I'll probably get. Um, I'll help you look. I, I'll help you look for a book. Well, Scottworth, I might need some help from you as well. So this is this is a bit more of a challenge than standard history, geography, legends, and lore. I am. I am ready for a challenge. Whatever you might require. So I'm looking for something in the realm of supernatural visions. Um, things that would uh, evoke imagery of uh, multicolored circles. Um things that might be granted by a supernatural patron, like a vision or gifts or something along those lines. So like a god? Well, it could be a god. It could be a powerful being. It could be a dragon. But that the imagery is what's important. So reference to these multi-colored circles. Alright. Uh, Liberté and uh, Scottworth will help, so go ahead and roll an investigation check with advantage, and I'll give you a plus two bonus. Natural 20. Nice. Nice. I used it already. Okay. So, you find uh, a number of books. You focus specifically on the um, deity section that he mentioned previously. As that, that says, he seems to tell you that this is a catch-all for powerful beings and creatures and entities. Um, you look through a number of books, and you do come across a number of different gods or entities that either associated strongly with them or their symbols are known to 
incorporate some kind of circle. Um, there are, let me see here. You get, you get five that, that sound close-ish. And you can potentially look into them from there. So the five that you get are Mistra, the goddess of magic. Her symbol is a circle of seven stars. The mm -hmm. next is uh, Savras, who is in charge of divination and fate. How do you spell S that? S-A-V-R-A-S. Uh, that symbol is a crystal ball. Uh, there is Shar in charge of darkness and loss, which is a black disc. So there's no coloration in there, but it, it fits the description that you were describing. Uh, Tamorn. Uh, good uh, tomorrow, sorry. Good fortune, which is a coin, another another mm -hmm. circle, and uh, Palor, which is the sun, which is obviously a circle, colored. So, the, those are the five that you get over the next couple of hours going into into dinner time. Those are the the, the first five that are like these fit at least somewhat what I'm looking for. So what? time of day is it at this point it's it's like dinner like five or six all of you, you you have basically hijacked the library for the entire day other people have come in look for books and left but you you three have just been kind of hunkered in the back of the library just reading book after book after book i yeah i picked my head up and sort of blink and and realize that I, I, I guess I missed lunch and my stomach is growling and it's probably starting to get dark outside and I look over to Liberté and apologize that I, I've kept him this long and you know when he's probably wanted to get out and explore and well as he said enjoy life uh, I I might come back here tomorrow, Scottworth. Do you have a way to uh, reserve these books so I can read them further tomorrow? I will make sure that no one checks them out. Thank you. And I, when I get the opportunity, I will definitely convey what a wonderful job you've done here to the librarians in Sonos and actually ask them to send you books where they already have a copy in their collections um, to fill your library out a little more. As, as you start talking, you actually see tears start to kind of well up in his <laughs> eyes. And then as you finish the sentence, he outright faints. Just bam! Right back. Oh. Um, I guess I use prestidigitation again to sort of uh, clean him up and get some air to him and uh, you, make you, sure you, you, he's comfortable pick up his head and yeah you you get the sense that he'll be he'll be all right in a couple of minutes mm. oh Josh I didn't see that I don't know when you did that it was just now wake up and then uh, take we'll take our leave um, yeah he, he yeah you get the sense that that he you, you've uh, put him uh, he's reached a climax and you, he doesn't need you anymore at the moment. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, Liberté, I'm I I really sorry. Let's um, let's go back to the urchin, and or do you want to go try to get? Well, let's go back to the urchin and see if anybody's there. And if not, then maybe we'll go and find a nice fish restaurant down by the docks. Uh, as a note, uh, during that whole search, Liberté, you actually did find a book on Lyra. Okay. Uh, so there is a bit of information that you learn. So you were kind of distracted for maybe a half an hour of all of that. But okay. going through that deity section, you were able to find one. Plus a natural 20 from Taz Helps. Uh, <laughs> you, you learned that um, disciples of Lyra tend to always wear brightly colored outfits. Her dominant colors tend to be red, orange, and yellow. And they adorn, typically adorn themselves with rubies and sapphires. These gems are particularly sacred. Uh, you okay. also learn that uh, followers of Lyra um, particularly abhor violence at celebrations. And that all weapons must that are drawn must be purely ceremonial weapons. Uh, temples or followers of Lyra often throw gallant parties or do what they can um, to bring joy to others if they if they find themselves on their own. Is there a city here in Wataka that has a major temple to Lyra? There is one that's not mentioned in the book. Um, and joy dancers, as they are called, uh, are often storytellers who are multi-skilled. And with the 12, I will say, you learn that they are often multi-class into Bard. Oh. Wait, could you repeat that? I'm not, I'm not quite sure what you just said. Uh, the, the joy dancers, the followers, are often storytellers. So bringing joy to people... Of, bringing joy through stories they are often multi-skilled so good at multiple things jacks of all trade not really uh -huh. experts and some of them will multi-class into bard for out of game talk okay they, they 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 will sometimes drop their previous occupations after following after coming to the light of lyra and will travel and sing and play for others is where did the term joy dancer come from? I literally got it from the wiki. Oh, wow. <laughs> I did not even realize that when I did that thing in my background. Interesting. That fits way more than I even thought then. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. All right. Yeah, when I get to the part about violence and celebrations, I'd be just kind of like, oh, shit. <laughs> we literally murdered a bunch of police during a celebration. Yeah, we really messed up on that one. Yeah, you, you get a stinking feeling in the pit of your stomach as that one reads. But you you press on and, and are, are <laughs> determined to do her right. Right. It's Well, it's, it's not a sin if I didn't know. <laughs> That is All how right. it works, apparently. That's, that's how it works. That's what you get for now. 
Okay. I didn't technically draw any weapons at the ceremony. No, that's not true. I stabbed a guy. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Did I stab a guy at the celebration? Hold on. That guy that tackled me and I stabbed him, that was after the celebration was canceled because of us. You're in. You, 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 you were still you were still hurting people at at a festival. So we we ruined we ruined joy for the whole town. I mean, okay. you really did. <laughs> but anyway, um, no. So was the other interesting the other interesting thing about that is he's got the color all all wrong. He's been like slowly going purple, and now he finds out that it's red, orange, and yellow. So again, it's like shit. <laughs> So he's been completely wrong this whole time. Trying, though. Yeah. It's the thought that counts. All right. Um, we'll, we'll go to Jacques. We'll go to Jacques early in the morning, heading over to Smelter and Brimstone. What, what are you doing? I'm, I'm essentially asking what you want to do once you get over towards... Um, Smelter and Brimstone. I was going to see if she's awake as well. Okay. Uh, early in the morning as you get there and go up to the door, it is closed. I'm going to try to find everyone. <laughs> Wander around a bit. Okay. Make a survival check. Alright. 19. Okay. With, with a 19, you wander in the right directions. You don't you don't pick three wrong ways. You actually pick the wrong the right way first, um, and you do encounter uh, Alexander and Vesper uh, over here. Oops, I'll move you over there so you can see that because you're the only one not there. So they're over here, and mm-hmm. uh, Vesper and Alexander, you follow the. Um, uh, note after after you talk to um, uh, ba, 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 what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Andal at the Tipsy Urchin, and he directs you uh, towards the northeastern side of town, uh, looking for a Dennis Wallaback, and he is the one who is doing the guard dog training. Okay. And as you get there, you see him. Uh, there, there are a few dogs. There's a, a fence that they're all in, and he is just trying to teach them all various commands. They seem to be not puppies, but probably dogs that have just grown out of the puppy stage. So they are in the process of regular training before getting into actual guard dog training. Routine stage. <laughs> They're, they're still peeing on the carpet, but for the most part, they're going to the bathroom outside. It's a step in the right direction. Okay. Um, yeah, do you want to take the lead on this one, Vespa? Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, excuse me, sir. Oh, yes, yes. How can I help you? Are you Dennis Swallowback? I am the very same. Okay. So me and my companions here were just here to inquire about the notice you left on the board. Oh, are you here to train the dogs? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, that's fantastic. Um, I wasn't really expecting help. Uh, uh, do you have experience? Alexander? Uh, well, I don't have much experience with dogs, but, uh, I... <laughs> you, you see the three of the dogs come running over, and then soon all the rest of them do as well, and they're all just barking at both of you. And, Alexander, you feel Charles' claws dig into you, and you feel him... And the dogs are just barking at you. I take out a piece of beef jerky and say, sit! They're, they're just barking repeatedly at Charles, who has got his hand or hair is standing up on Andy's in a very defensive stance. Maybe we shouldn't have brought the cat. No. No, the cat is good. Yeah. Uh, you, you see you, you see Dennis walk, walking amongst the dogs. All right, come on, come on. Over back, back where you were sitting. Come on. And he's like trying to pull at their collars and trying to get them to go back. Well, I'm pretty experienced training uh, some other animals, so I figured it would be not too hard to see where I could help out. We've got we've got maybe a day, maybe two days to kill. Maybe we could help point you in the right direction. I don't know how long we're in town for, but it could be fun. I'll accept any help you can give me. And he's like kind of dragging one of the dogs back. Although, if you could put the cat out of sight, that'd be great. <clears throat> Fair enough. They are are they in like an enclosed space or are they just out in the open? Yes, they're, they're inside a fence. Okay. Um yeah, I'll I'll tell him to to run off and just maybe go sit somewhere decently far away where he can just sort of oversee what we're doing. Go get a mouse or something. Hmm. Your life. Um Charles bounds off into the into the deeper end of the town. Hmm. Maybe sit on a roof or something and just overwatch us. Whatever. He's a cat. I'm gonna jump over the fence. Okay. Well, uh, now, now that that's sorted, um, well, uh, right now we're just kind of going through the, the basic training, trying to get them to obey regular commands. You know, you you sits, you stays. Um. Those sort of things. And then uh, once we've kind of got those down on lock, that's when we'll move into the more advanced training. If you try taking them one by one, like, not doing it all at once? Uh, I haven't. We've got a lot of dogs to train. Figured we be doing it all at once, right? Is it only you training them? Do you see anyone else here? No, just us. But how many dogs are there? There are seven in total. Is that? Seven. seven. Holy cow. Are they all the same kind of dog? or They, they look to be all the same breed. And they're all roughly the same age. You get the sense that they were probably all from the same litter. Right. Is what I propose. We do it one by one. All right. 
Um, what should I do with the other ones while we're training them? You have a leash or something? I mean, yeah, but they're still here and... How about this? How about... I, I'm not really... I don't really agree with the one-by-one one idea, but if you think it'll work, how about you take one, I'll take three, and you, sir, you can take three as well. We'll see how much work we can get done in these small groups, and we'll see where we end up. What are you me doing? doing it on my own? Oh, well, you hello, sir. I help you. He's talking to you, Jacques, as you're like stand walked up outside of the the fence. Oh, so, uh, what are you guys doing? Isn't it? Are uh... oh, oh, you guys are training the dogs? We're out buying supplies at the moment. Just knee hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah come on. <laughs> um, little. I mean, I've rode horses before, but didn't really train them. They were already trained. I, I guess I could try. All right. Well, you might be better of dogs than you are of kids. Yes. It's gonna take a while for that one to wear off. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting that. Hey, we'll see what we can do. I, I was going to say, between the, the four of you, over the next um, two or three hours or so, you try to work with a couple of dogs, either one-on-one -on -one or a pair at once. Um, all of you go ahead and make animal handling checks. Oh, no. And I'm going to make one. Just, one. just one. To start. 14. And I'm going to roll for Dennis. 15. That bounce went about as well as you expected. <laughs> I know. I have a plus zero, so. <laughs> I was expecting this. Okay. Um, Jacques, Alexander, and Dennis seem to be doing a decent job for the first hour or so. Um, mostly right now, you're teaching them to sit and stay. Um, and it's not perfect. Yeah, but you you feel like you feel like you're really starting starting to to get them to understand what these commands mean. Um, Vespers, no, her hers are not paying attention <laughs> at all. She actually just starts playing with the dogs about a half an hour in instead of actually training them, so they they get no prog. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, so for the next hour, or the, the next, uh, I'll say the next hour and a half, you'll end around noon. Um, go ahead and make another check. We'll see how they do on the second round. I'm going to make a small prayer to Bahamut. 14. Ooh, that's better. 16. What are you casting, Jacques? Okay, oh, I didn't myself. I just said, oh lord, please help me. Oh Lord, please help me train this dog. Are you using, <laughs> no. are you using guidance? 
Yeah, I'm saying, oh lord, please help me get through this. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so go ahead and roll your check. Oh, 18, nice. Yeah. You, you you feel you feel like you're doing a pretty good job, Jacques. You're not sure if it's your words or someone else's, but you feel like you're doing a pretty decent job. All of you, outside of Dennis, do a pretty good job. And as around noon or so comes, he walks over and just kind of shakes all of your hands. Well, I thank all of you very much. I think this is a pretty decent start to the day. We'll take the dogs uh, back to the kennel for the rest of the day and let them actually go run around and play, and we'll start back up again tomorrow. So, thank you. I appreciate your time. I feel like I got a lot more done than I otherwise would have. Pleasure's all ours. Um, do you mind if I ask you a quick question? Sure. Are they being trained to guard, exactly? Uh, depends on who buys them. Oh, so you're like a... You're a breeder? In a manner of speaking. Is there, um... Do you have a client that comes in often? Uh, various people. Um, sometimes we actually get people on uh, on the ships who want them. Trying to, you know, make sure no one sneaks onto the vessels and... S sneaks off with anything. Um, and then, uh, you know, we, uh, we actually uh, get a few, usually, uh... Every now and then, bought by the city to actually guard the key. You know, various some merchants all on them. It varies. Okay. Um. Are there any dogs by the keep that's here in town? Let's say that again. I don't think I understood that. Uh, the Braden Bird Keep. There. Other dogs employed there? Uh, yes. I know. I had a thought in my head and it just completely. Whew, no, no. <laughs> okay. I was just curious. It just seems like no. there's a lot no. of dogs here. No problem, no problem. Well,. Uh... If I don't have the dogs, I'm not going to make any money when I sell them, am I? True. Any uh, Anything else I can do for you fine folk before I head on back? Mm, well, I don't think so. No, I'm good. It was a good way to spend the day. I was also kind of surprised you didn't spend any of your inspirations there, Alexander. I thought about it, but, like, <laughs> I also want to be the best, so I don't want to give it to someone else, because I talked up my game already, so... Eventually... Bards are the worst. Eventually, Dennis does corral... Dennis corrals all the dogs and takes them away. Charles comes down off of the nearby roof where you could see him watching over all of you. Were we going to pay for this? <laughs> oh, yeah. I just... <laughs> yeah, I, I, sort of, I sort of stumbled upon you guys and thought you guys needed help. But... No, we were just kind of bored. You get paid <laughs> in the joy of playing with puppies. 
I got to pet a puppy. That's enough payment. Pet? I wasn't even petted, though. I was free, though. You didn't ask for payment. We are not going to make off. any money with Vesper. She sends t 12 gold on a bottle and then trains dogs all day for free. <laughs> That's who I am. And then over tips. <laughs> yeah. Well, as long as you've got a clear character identity, that's fine. Yep. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. So, uh... I'm loaded already. It's all good. <laughs> the, the, it's around a little... It's a little past noon for the three of you. I'll say you, you three go and get food um, somewhere in, in, in town. Is there anything else that the three of you would like to do? Uh... I, I suppose I should be responsible for like a minute and go shopping. What are we shopping okay. for? What are you what what are you going shopping for? Uh supplies for our expedition. I have a list here. Okay. Um I don't know. This seems like a pretty like spread out list. I don't know where well, I would go got, for we've these. We've got one store, so <laughs> I would say that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, let's just go to the general store. Okay. The three of you head into um, the Yodeling Bass and see Elder there. Seems to just be kind of sitting on a stool. Oh, hello, young miss. How can I help you today? Um, hello. <laughs> Am? Let me check. So. Sir? Okay. It's a he. It's an elder tabaxi man. Okay. <sighs> Hello, sir. Um, me and my friends here are going on an expedition in a few days, and we need some supplies in order to do so. Well, I have supplies for sale. Okay. Let's see. I have quite a list here. Are you ready? Uh, one at a time, if you don't mind. My mind isn't really what it used to be, and neither are my hands. Okay. If you need help, like, lifting anything, I can take care of that. So can I. Okay, so this is pretty standard, but ropes? Uh, sure, I, I have a, a couple of different kinds of ropes. Um, I have a hempen rope, and he goes over and pulls down a hemp rope. And I also have silk. Uh, the silk are uh, lighter, but more expensive. Um, the silver ones will run you about 12 gold, whereas the hemp regular rope is only a single gold piece. Um. Take some hemp. Alright, that'll be a single gold. Okay, you might want to hold off on the math there, because the list goes on. Just go ahead and document it. <laughs> Because if you're getting a lot. <laughs> yeah, this is going to take a while, guys. I'm sorry. I mean, we also don't need to RP, we don't need to RP it. So just, just yeah, tell yeah, me what yeah, you want. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. I, just, I, want, I, I, want, I, want, I wanted to make you do the first one. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, what, what, what do you got next? 
Um, let's see. Crowbar. That could also be included in like a uh, dungeoner's pack or something, I think. So if that's if easier. It, uh, a dungeoner's pack would be more expensive. A dungeoner's pack is like a collection of supplies. Yeah, and I'm getting most of the supplies that are in there. <laughs> um, if, if you wanted to just buy a full dungeoner's pack, yeah, you could do that. I'll do that. I'll make it easier. I forget what's in there. Exactly. Um, is there a sledgehammer I could purchase? Uh, yes. A sledgehammer is two gold. Dungeoneer's pack. I I posted it. Oh, did you? I that's literally what I was about to do. Uh, and yeah, uh, I, just, full... I did it wordlessly. <laughs> uh, a full Dungeoneer's pack is twelve gold. Okay. Um, some sort of like thick, sturdy staff stick thingy that I can use to like wedge things, maybe. Like a quarter staff. Very strong one, yeah. Uh, most quarterstaffs are made of wood. They're not particularly strong. Well, as strong as they can possibly get. Uh, a regular quarterstaff is only two silver. I'll get that. And do you have, like, rope with a hook on the end of it? Like a... You, like, throw it up. There's these things called grappling hooks. Is that what you're referring to? Yes, that's exactly it. Okay. Uh, grappling hooks are also two gold. Okay. <laughs> and I believe that's it. Well, thank you for your purchases, young miss. Uh, you gentlemen behind her... Uh, is there anything I might be able to get for you? Uh, I'm pretty much just hanging out for the moment. I don't, I'm not really in need of anything for, for now, but I will keep your store, your store in mind if something comes up. Well, thank you. I'm good. Uh, come again if you are ever in need of supplies. Will do. Thank you so much. Now, excuse me while I go and do math. <laughs> okay. Right. Is there anything the three of you want to do over the rest of the day before you meet up for dinner with Liberté and Tats? Uh-huh. I don't know, but it'll take a while if she's there. <laughs> oh, I was only going to check the other bar to see if the, the guy with the trumpet's back and mess with him, but that's like, that's just an ongoing thing from now, so... But you don't have guy. your lighting guy! Yeah, I know, but, like, look, I... <laughs> gotta run him out of town. No. <laughs> it would probably make the trumpet guy feel better if he drew a card. Yeah, exactly, see? 
I'll just challenge him to a game of cards. It'll be great. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> High card wins. Yeah, they both draw at the same time. <laughs> um, Alexander, you can run back to the slaughtered snake and just kind of poke your head in, and you don't see that individual there. Okay, that's all I wanted. <laughs> And then go ahead, Chuck. I know what you're going to say, but... Uh-huh. I was going to head to the small chair again. Okay. Um, you, it is open this time. You see, or you don't see, you hear um, the banging as you approach. Ting! 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 Okay, I'll just drop by and uh, say hello. Oh, hey there. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Are you doing alright? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day outside and I'm working on this breastplate. Oh, oh, okay. Um, can I uh, borrow a minute of your time? You've already borrowed about 47 seconds, so you have 13 left. Go. <laughs> alright, I'm gonna walk up to her and uh, uh, hold up uh, my hands for hers. What are you doing? She, she's literally just pounding away on this breastplate. Like, she hasn't stopped. Ting. 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 Trying to help you with your, uh... With your work. It'll be very short. Really quick. Uh, okay. She kind of puts, puts the hammer down. And, and holds it out to you. I hold her hand with both my hands. She, uh, she, oh, so, so you take the hammer or not? Or her hand. Okay. Just her hand. And I'll hold her hand and I'll cast Enhanced Ability. Okay. What, what, what do you say as you cast the spell? Oh, boy. So all this kind of stuff always gets me all the time. Oh... I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I guess I'll just say something really quick. Uh, man, uh, beware the swordsman who carries no blade. I'll just say that, I guess. And I'll give her strength. Oh. Uh, I'm not really sure what that did, but I feel kind of weird. It's like, I can... And she, and she like, kind of moves her arms in a violent jolt, and she accidentally, like, kind of smacks you in the face. Oh, my <laughs> goodness, I'm sorry. I didn't even really... Whoa, this is a weird sensation. Uh, yeah, so, well, uh, that's all I was going to do, so... Yeah, I'll help you. I was, I'll leave you to your work again. Okay. Have a wonderful day. You as well. Okay. And she goes back and starts hammering again. Oh my, that's a little too hard. I need might need to do that one again. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. So 
I'm assuming Alexander and Vesper stood outside for all of that. Yeah, nah. I'm catching a whiff of what's going on. It's not. I'm not. I'm out of that. <laughs> it's like watching a train wreck. Exactly. You can watch it once or twice, but after that, it's just a train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> for the rest of the afternoon, for the rest of the afternoon, you three just kind of bounce around, looking at various shops and things around town. Uh, in the, I'll say, kind of early evening, a little bit past dinner, you do run into Taz and Liberté, who are walking into the square. And they say that they are wanting to get dinner. So we try looking for some seafood? That's what you've been doing all day? No! <laughs> I've been in the library! It was so exciting! Oh, I didn't know that. We found out that uh, purple skin tieflings are pure evil. What? Mm. Oh, really? I had a feeling. Are you. Are you jesting? Or, or are, you, are you serious? That is the greatest joke of my life. The first one? No, I think I've told a joke before, maybe. Most successful. It was, I mean, is... I mean, the joke is just basically just lying, right? Not exactly. I mean, he lied pretty well when he used the golden dragonborn against us, so... Oh, yeah, it's basically that, the same thing. That, that was, was my best joke. joke, that's right. <laughs> Oh, I kept that going for days. It ruined our lives. It was great. <laughs> it's a joke that will. It, it's it's a joke that'll live a long time in Dunaland. All right then. All right. Someone, go ahead and make a charisma check to find your restaurant. Dude, we're all good at it. Let's have Jacques do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Hello, Sapley? Yes, did it. Alright. More people can make them if they want. You're literally just trying to find a restaurant. It's not a important <laughs> It's a competition show. now! Whoa! Charisma. I'm using the strength of my will to find a seafood <laughs> restaurant. Oh, damn it. Oh, Jock coming through with the 19. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, why is it Charisma? Because you're, you're asking around and finding okay. out the restaurant. I'll, I'll get down on this as well. Twelve, wow. Alexander wow, had the worst the roll of all of one. He like, fra he phrases it wrong and a woman slaps yeah. him. Yeah. No, he, does, he doesn't get slapped. He, he just oh, like, hey. get the best answer. Hey, where do you like to eat around here? <laughs> <laughs> um... So you, you all get um, a, a few different answers. Um, the one that you get the most often um, is a restaurant uh, down here, which is actually directly overlooking the docks. It's over here. Okay. Uh, and as you approach, you do see a sign um, over top uh, of the restaurant. There seems to be a large patio area outside. There are some individuals already sitting at tables uh this restaurant is called guilt me oh. Mm. Mm. Oh. nicely played sir nicely played 
so you are able to very easily go up, find an individual who sets you down and starts to bring you food. And it's a nice dinner. Um, I'll say it'll cost you five silver a piece. You get a, a really, uh, your choice of different types of fish. Uh, also, whether you want it, um, uh, you know, like smoked or cooked in a pan or cooked however however you like. Pan seared, please. Um, I take the bottle of rum out of my backpack and give it to Vesper. <laughs> uh, you, you, you left this behind last night, Vesper. Your souvenir. No, no, no. I shove it back. Uh-uh. Not happening. I think you should be fine if you moderate yourself. That's just it. I can't. All right, then. To the story, I can't. Is there anything you all would like to discuss over your meal? Yeah, was that, um, I'll, I'll ask the table, was that uh, dog training thing that we totally different do, uh, didn't do, was that a pay job? I... Yes, I'm curious about that as well. Uh, I don't think that I read the thing. It was on the jobs poll, so you mm -hmm. can infer that it was supposed to be paid. <laughs> I, I wasn't out there, I didn't read it, so I wouldn't even know. Oh, I read it, <laughs> I have it by the journal right here. Are you guys looking to pick up small coin? Uh, Apparently be. not. <laughs> Based on what we just did. Well, why are you guys having such a problem with this? It's charity. Do you guys not do this? I mean, typically you do charity for people who need it. You don't uh, just it. work for free for someone who's trying to make money. Do work for the church. For someone who's poor, not someone who owns a crap load of inventory. It was one dude with seven dogs. And he makes a business out of it by selling them. If you guys want to get paid, that's your deal. <sighs> I'm over it. I'm over it. My guess is you could have gotten a free dog out of it if you wanted one. <gasps> Don't put it in the no. ideas. Oh, no. no, Vesper. No. <laughs> it's too late. You did it for free. You can't go back on that now. You said we could go back tomorrow. Hmm. You're not stealing a dog. Was I supposed to steal it? It's not that we're not. We definitely could. We just probably should not. It would cause too many. It would cause too many problems for Charles. Oh, that's true. I'm sure he'd get used to it. It's just having a lot of dogs made it a problem. But if you promise to train it and feed it and clean up after it, like I do with Charles, I'm sure you can have a dog as well. If you want, <laughs> I should be fine. I mean, we're going out to sea. It's probably the worst time. Oh. Get a land animal. Well, actually, we were told when we were on the boat. Uh, sorry, when we were talking to the guy that um, a, a lot of boats have dogs to to help 
keep them uh, keep them uh, safe from people that may be trying to sneak onto the boats. Maybe that's exactly what we do need. Has I'm a fighting point. An for a dog well, I don't want. <laughs> my my understanding of boats is that any pets they have is more like birds to help them find the land. That's not what we were told. It could be while they're in port to keep people from boarding while they're in town picking up supplies. I, I don't think a dog is a good idea for this lifestyle we're living. But to change a topic so that we don't go and adopt a dog tonight, um, right. we, we did... We did find a little bit in our research. Um, one of the books that was in the library had said that there were um, in the the bay, um, Sandbar Bay, that there were large rocks um, that were formerly obelisks. Uh, so this may have been at one point a, a temple or a monument of some you know, renowned, but uh, I guess it is covered by the sea right now, which is, I guess they, they called it an irregular tide uh, that they can't predict. Um, so it is something that we need to be careful about. Uh, we can't spend more than a day uh, down in the cavern uh, without coming back up and checking that the tide's not coming back. How, how much time do we think we have left? We don't know. It could be tomorrow or it could be the next day. Or it could be the day after that. If we think that there's some kind of religious angle on this cave, uh, perhaps the temples know something of the early history of the town and what gods were involved in the founding. That's a possibility. I don't think we know much about... Uh, I don't think people know enough about the temple, and that's the whole reason we're getting sent there. So it's going to be hard to find that information. Not impossible, but... I Well, I mean, I have no idea what the priests at the, the temple know. Uh, yeah, maybe nothing, maybe something. I, don't, I mean, how could you know? Well, that's like, that could be something we can do tomorrow as well. I mean, I mean, they certainly have a potential to know more than if we went to, like, Hot Steamy Buns and ask somebody. Or the herbalist. Um, generally, though, I would imagine that smaller towns, the, the priests here are, are more knowledgeable about their own religion, which would align to what the I, I guess occupations or, or trade that they have going on here. So, well, sure, but but if you if you were a, a priest of a certain religion, and the town you lived in had a history with that god, I mean, you would know that. Perhaps depends upon how long ago that religion. It may not have even been a religion. It might have been a political monument to somebody that died or sure but we already talked to the mayor and he didn't have a clue so okay yeah it couldn't hurt i mean what else are we going to do train dogs <sighs> that's, never that's silly <laughs> yeah 
Why would we do that? Yeah. Can't imagine us ever wasting time doing that. Mm. <laughs> Especially not for free, am I right? <laughs> yeah, that'd be so weird. <laughs> and Vesper, what we did find about tieflings was that uh, you're very rare, as is your, as is uh, Dana Maya, the blacksmith. Um, although the continent that she comes from, Ebish, does have tieflings as well as gnomes and tabaxi and, well, yeah, elves, because they're everywhere. Um, have you ever run across another purple tiefling? I'm gonna say that's probably a no, right, Josh? Yeah, the only two purple tieflings that any of you have ever seen are currently in the town of Dunaman. No, I haven't. So, that explains a lot, actually. In what way? Why I never saw another tiefling that had purple skin? Besides Demonea, of course. I mean, I never really thought about it like that. Really? That weird? You're not weird. Just rare, which is a good thing. What? Meanwhile, I am not special at all. It's not true at all. You're medium rare. <laughs> hey, it's better than being well done. Bravo, sir. Bravo. Mm -hmm. If there's one area of expertise I should have. <laughs> well, Liberta, you can do magic, so that's pretty special. That's true. Thank you. And the type of magic you do comes from within yourself, so that's even more special. It's super special. Well, that also might possibly explain why I was taken as a slave in the first place. Are you uh, used for your magic? Um, not particularly, but I mean, I never really understood why he cut off the tip of my tail. I mean, it could also be irrelevant. He never really explained that, and I certainly wasn't going to ask. Yeah, I mean, he, was, he, he was an asshole, so who knows? <laughs> Is he a dead asshole? Well, we didn't see anything in the books in this library <laughs> in regards to how would a tiefling tail be used. Um, so maybe in another city with a, a bigger library, we can ask the question. But for now, uh, I guess... We have to be prepared to go tomorrow if the tide is low. Um, if it's not, then we have another day to kill in town. Oh, I'm already getting bored of this town. I so, mean, 
Yeah. Well, not not all of it. Oh, is there a particular part of town that you like better than others? You say. Bathhouse, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, we actually, that's two places. Well, at least one of us has found the love in this town. Me for Black Brew. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. As as the conversation begins to die down, you all are laughing over your cups as the evening turn as the um, early evening turns into night. You are still being brought drinks by the owners of the establishment. Uh, across the way, coming down the center, um, the center path through the park and out towards the dock district, you hear uh, horses. Out of the way! Move it! Move it! And you hear just a couple of people just yelling as sailors begin to move out of the way and turning uh, towards you all, so in this direction. Uh, you see an elegant carriage come into view, much nicer than the one that Jacques was brought in. Uh, and it is being drawn by two horses. It slowly makes its way across the docks and then turns uh, out onto the actual um, dock, out towards the ship, out towards the gangway. And as it stops, the driver kind of pulls the ring and stops the horses and rushes out and gets uh, over to where the door is. It's probably around 50 feet or so away from you guys at this point. And and he runs over, gets a small little step stool down, puts it down, opens the door. Uh, Mr. Delic, uh, right this way, please, please. And uh, getting out of the carriage, you see a very beautiful human woman Long, dark, dark brown, black hair. Uh, a jeweled brooch sits atop her hair. You can't really see what it is, but you definitely can see the gleaming uh, from this far away. Uh, and she's wearing well-pressed noble's clothes that uh, adorn her physique very well. Um, she walks up uh, and boards the brig of this ship. And now that you're actually seeing this carriage... I'm sorry, yeah, you see this carriage uh, coming up to the ship. You see numerous people rushing around the deck of the ship, and you also see crate after crate being loaded, and it looks like almost all of them have been finished being loaded as these kind of work dockhands are just putting all of these uh, crates onto this ship. Uh, the carriage then starts to back up, and all of you are just kind of, huh, that was weird. And all of you are looking over at Liberté, who you notice is sitting stone still. Liberté, your heart has barely beat from the moment that woman stepped out of the carriage. You know that name. You signed that name many, many times, taking dictation. As far as you know, a child was never mentioned, but you are 100 sure that is Arthendal's last name <laughs> that's where we'll pick up next session <laughs>